I get me all the time. I'm more famous than them. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could tell you what we were talking about, but oh, we wish. can't. Uh, yeah, we were talking, talking about Joey getting in trouble, though. He just uh, just texted me about it. How, how's He's Joey Diaz get in trouble people. with what? The MMA community? Yeah. MMA outlets? <laughs> they have nothing to do? Well, here's the thing, though. I see where they're coming from. They're, they're journalists. If someone says something that fucking outrageous about what Mackenzie Dern's derriere... Must uh, he said? I, I think your ass smells great right now. Yes, or something, like something that. along those lines. Oh, the, you're talking about the comic of, Uncle Joey said this. Yes, the comic Uncle Joey. But I get it. I get where they would. And then Vinny Magalhaes backed him up. I get it. Backed up Joey. Yeah, he backed up Joey. He said something <laughs> like and tasty too. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. I get it. Um, I don't get it. That's Joey Diaz, the great comic who's commenting on a hot girl in the UFC. He is not a writer. He's not a journalist. These writers have nothing to do. So they're like, how can we get hits? Let's talk about Joey Diaz. Right. Because no one's reading any of our shit. I agree with you in s somewhat, but he definitely did do it. Like, it ain't a bad. Here's my thing. They could say whatever they want about what he said, but if he was your friend and he texted you that, you would do <laughs> what I did. Look, because I'll show you. He fucking texted me that before he tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I love that Joey texts now. Joey never would text message. But oh, now I hope a, he doesn't keep Joey texting. Joey Diaz is a full-on texter Is now. he? Yeah, yeah. He still calls, you. though. He called oh, fuck me yeah. last week. Most of the time he calls. But um, he texted me. <laughs> yeah. It's Joey right Diaz, man. See? <laughs> Sorry, folks. Wish I could let you in. You can go Google what he said. I'm trying to be respectful. It, it's Joey Diaz. There, there's he can say whatever he wants. He doesn't work for the UFC. He's not. He's not at you're, you're right. Dern's gym. You're right. I'm glad he does. I'm glad he does think like that. I'm Hell glad he yeah. does send me texts like that. But if I was a news website. And I was going to report on it. First of all, you anybody who reads, yeah, you want clips. for sure, that's what they want. But also, anybody who reads that, are you really, are you, you're either going to be like me, or you're like, <laughs> you're going to start laughing, no, it's or 90... you're going to get really upset. Really upset. And then you're not a Joey Diaz fan anyway. It no, if, if you read gonna... that, in ninety-five uh, percent of that is dudes reading it are like, that's hilarious. Yeah, 95%. the other the five percent are like, what the hell? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. How could you report this? Yeah, I think that's a good number. 95. 95% of dudes are like, that's <laughs> hilarious. I was wondering the same thing. Some women will get upset, though, and rightly so. If oh, I no. had, just imagine if you were a dude and there was some big old giant Alexander Corellan looking dude who wanted to fuck you. Mm. And he was always making jokes about what your butthole must smell like. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> just stop and think of what that would feel like. That wouldn't be a good time. If you're Mackenzie? If you're anybody that someone is saying those things about, right? I'm I, just being, just trying to be open-minded. You're, you're being going super open-minded. You kind of are. No, if you bit. turn social justice, I'm fucking I can't. out. I can't. I'm out. It's not possible. I just, I'll feel, it's I feel possible. sick. But what I'm saying is, if you look at it from the position of the, of, MMA writer? Of the person, the person whose butthole is in question, that would be an uncomfortable position to be in, right? Bunch of people talking about what your butthole smelled like. We're just trying to make a living on TV. <laughs> just trying to make a living. Just but trying to choke a girl. You, you know what that is? It's it's also Joey Diaz 
being complimentary. Yes. You know, it, it'd be one thing if she was not an attractive female or something like that. It, she's obviously very attractive, which is what makes this funny. I agree, 100%. I agree. Now, if he tweets out, I wonder what Black Beast asshole smells like, something like that, to fully redeem himself, that's fine, too. I don't know. He might. He might. Yeah, I don't know if he can get away with that. He might just to throw it up there to give those Cheeto fingers something to write about. Joey's coming on with Yo Al Romero. I, I cannot wait for that. <laughs> I cannot. It's going to be a complete. That's the craziest podcast ever. They're going to talk in, in uh, Cuban and, I mean, Sp Spanish, obviously, and then go back and forth. And go English and whatever whatever he can't get, Joey's gonna help him out with. You know, like if I'm if I talk too fast or if I say something he doesn't understand, Joey's gonna jump in and they're gonna go. It's gonna be awesome. It could be awesome or complete shit, Joe. But it's probably gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome with you and Joey. anyone. Joey's just he's a great entertainer. Like people don't understand. Like part of the reason why he's so funny is he knows what's entertaining for you. Like he knows he knows how to be the life of the party. Like like no one. Callan's pretty goddamn good at it too. Callan's up there. Callan can entertain yeah. a room. Callan can take over a room and and With some of the bring best the party. Yeah. I think that's his best art form. Me honestly. too. I've told him that. I think that your best art form is like inappropriate comedy around people who are trapped. Correct. Okay, <laughs> 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 we're stuck at a party. So yeah, you're out of playing with him or something, and he can't go anywhere. He's the funniest person. I've, he's made me laugh harder off stage than than, than anyone. almost anybody. It's yeah. so ridiculous. He's right there. He's right up there off stage with Joey, but on stage Joey's just. He's on Different another animals. Especially right now, he's on another planet. Oh, look, Callan's fucking hilarious on stage, too. But Joey right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Callan just did his uh, like his showcase at the improv. How'd that go? He, he, you know, Callan, I murdered. He murdered. He right. was murdered. <laughs> Got killed. Well, that's good. But I've been hearing good things. That's I mean, good. It, yeah. That club is uh, not, a fun, uh, not a bad club to work at now. I wish they would get rid of that stupid fucking piano on stage though that doesn't make any sense to me the piano is weird and brian makes the same joke about it every time it's uh, hilarious does he yeah i won't say what it is there's <laughs> there's a part where you're standing especially if you go anywhere back on the stage where the people that are on the right side of the stage like if you're facing the audience you're right those people can't see they can't shit. See. and there's not a lot of room it's either. stupid yeah it's strange it's stupid do Who they the use it for anything it? though does anyone get on there it's fucking I don't know, man. We should have a carrot top or some shit. Well, I know Craig Robinson does on occasion. But he how brings Craig... his own, though. Does he? Yeah, he usually has his electric piano, doesn't he? Maybe. Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin can play the fuck out of a piano. But the, listen, the moral has... of the story is no one's really using that. He even has a nick. Is it like Huge Pianist was like a website that he had or something? Because he's a giant dude. Uh, nobody's using that fucking no thing. Get rid of it. it. No. Get rid of it. Owen doesn't need it. Like, most places don't need a goddamn piano. It's so old school. Well, it's just in the way. It's a hindrance. It's taking away from the show. I really believe it takes away from the show. Can you name any other club with a piano on stage? Not really. <sighs> it's hard to think. It's just a stupid thing to have. But it's also, like, look what the comedy store is doing, and then do Craig that. Craig Robinson with his own fucking keyboard. You're right. <clears throat> yeah, he usually comes out with his own shit. Yeah, he's probably got a bunch of shit hooked Sweaty. up on that thing, right? Look at him. I bet he DJ, DJs, DJs the fuck out of a party. He does look like a mean DJ. He does, right? You know who else DJs is Shaq. You ever seen Shaq like straight up DJing? His giant ass is really? a DJ. Yeah, that's what he does like in his off time. He's got platinum records. Multiple. Being a DJ? As a rapper. No, that Diesel CD went platinum? 
He's, yeah, he's got two. I have, I have one of them. That's embarrassing. Returns. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it's I tough. Buy it. I got it was given. I saw some video of him DJing, and it's like thousands of people, like kids, just jamming out, obviously high off their ass on ecstasy, but it looked like a good time. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> Why not, man? Why not? Russell Peters is legit. DJ? Legit really? DJ. Like, legit. Friends with all the old school rappers like Big Daddy Kane and shit. I had no idea. Yeah. Dude, Russell is seriously legit. Like, when we had him on the podcast a long time ago, he actually... Look at the size of Shaq towering over that fucking equipment. The biggest DJ he's, in the world. He's so big. He's so, so crazy. Um, but Russell uh, doesn't like those other guys calling themselves DJs. Those like Tiesto guys. Really? Yeah, he says that's not a DJ. He's like a DJ is someone who knows how to play records. These guys are like press and play on their laptop and, and bouncing around with yeah. their hands up in the air. I mean, I think there's more to it, but I agree. You're kind of just hitting a playlist and doing your thing. It's a different thing. I think there's thing. more to that. It's a different thing, but to those people that want to hear that different thing, those are the masters. It's like, we. I Correct. just think it's silly to get hung up on one art form or another. Because in any art form, you're going to have, there's Russell tearing it up. See, you know, he, he actually knows how to like oh, mix wow. and scratch and all that shit. He's a talented dude. He's a smart dude. Russell's a very smart very dude. Very smart. And very good dude, too. Like one of the nicest people I think I've ever met. Like super, a great super, guy. super fucking sweetheart. First man to roast me on stage and it hurt my feelings, but then that was the way of just kind of <laughs> initiation. Yeah. A little ball busting, a little busting of the balls. He's just. Uh, I love him. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. But um, he's like super passionate about old school DJing, like with record players and shit. Like, he's really good at that. And there's an, there is an art to that. Yeah, but that's why he hates on these new guys, like DJ Tiesto and... Well, he doesn't hate on them. He doesn't hate on them. He just doesn't think that the, they should call themselves DJs. Because he's like, DJ's a disc jockey. You know they're what I'm like saying? They're like a new age disc jockey, though. But they're not a disc. They don't have a disc. He's got a disc, and that's part Literally. of his art. He's moving that's that true. disc. Electric I see his disc point. Jockey. I see his point is like i just think people look people love that kind of music obviously like it's that huge. calvin harris shit hell yeah and i'm not saying shit in a bad way just jams just a way of describing it but as you're driving down the road in vegas man you see these big ass calvin harris posters and shit and yeah diplo huge man all those electronic guys i mean obviously people love that sound so i don't think he's saying that they suck i just think he's saying it's a different thing different yeah because, like, obviously, if you wanted to hear that shit and you got, went there and Russell was scratching records, you'd be like, come on. <laughs> come on, bro. I'm here to do ecstasy and listen to... <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Let the bass drop. Yeah. Disc jockey, a person who introduces and plays recorded popular music, especially on radio or at a disco. They're electric DJ yeah, jockeys. Oh, Maybe time yeah. to update time, that yeah, fucking... Yeah, super old school. What, what the fuck is a disco? Dude, at a disco the, at a disco how about a ballroom the thing about those djs like uh steve aoki had a documentary on netflix which is ridiculous but because they're not like live performing they can do more shows than anyone so like steve aoki was on the road 300 days out of the year made something like oh my god 300 jagillion dollars private jet he's going from amsterdam to china uh, uh, yeah uh, just uh, non-stop uh, 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 yeah uh, 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 that's all you do he was and, at the on it lab it all I, I know i saw that yeah yeah he was the guy who was throwing cakes in people's faces, mainly girls. He'd toss cakes in their That was his thing. And then he hit one girl, and her neck was like, Kikush! I think he had a lawsuit, so he stopped throwing the cake in their face. Yeah, don't throw cakes. It was awesome. People would ask for it, though. <laughs> this is what he'd do? 
Boom. Oh, is that the girl that got hurt? No, nah, I don't know. Some girl got so whiplash, though. Throw a cake. Oh, my God. With like a piece of cardboard underneath it? Is that his move? That's just the bottom of the cake. You know what I'm saying? You got to put it on it. something. That seems. Uh, See, so Oki, longest cake throw, hits guy in a wheelchair. Well, that's oh, not fun. Oh, let's not watch this. I don't want to watch the guy in the wheelchair get hit in the head. He's all, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it's an honor, right? Maybe it's no, it is. Things. If you're a fan of Stevie Oki, it's like, hit me with the cake. Right. Like if you're like at the WWE and someone spits on you. There's a little bit of blood yeah, or some someone shit. Someone just, and it, it, they, oh, they, yes. they catch that conversation spit. Or in the NBA, that when they throw their mouthpiece, people catch them. It's disgusting. Happens in MMA, too. Mm, yeah, I've seen what are you going to do with that thing? I've seen that. Yeah. Why do people throw them in the audience? Man? I don't know. It's so disgusting. It just seems so preposterous. What is this? Jamie, what is this? Oh, left, you said blood, spitting blood. This is the guy lifting at the Arnold thing. Oh, uh, he needs to see a, so his he nose see a doctor. Started spraying blood right in the middle of his lift. Yeah. Whoa, that's bro. They, like clean up everything. They take a little break. There. You need to see a doctor, sir. Eh, he's fine. He got the lift up. Done. Got a little stomach and thing going on. That's internal bleeding. He's got a little. Uh, Nah, it's probably a nasal infection. You think? Eh, Bursting out like that? Walk it off. Can't be good. Guy just deadlifted 1,000 pounds. Looks pretty healthy to me. Yeah, look, he's, How much did he deadlift? He's going to live a long time. 939, it says. Jesus Christ, that's so much that's weight. a lot of weight. <laughs> that's so much weight. I saw a crazy one where a dude was doing the squat, and the, the bar couldn't handle the weight, and the bar bent, and he couldn't get it back onto the, the rack. And so he had to like kind of dive out from under it. But, but it he was snap. squatting a shitload of Jesus weight, obviously. Christ. Imagine having that kind of weight on you, and you got to figure out how to get it off you so without hurting you. Yeah. Have you seen Homeboy who, when they do the heavy mm -hmm. squats and they blow their asshole out? Oh, I did see that. That's a tough one. Yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to bring up that guy who was doing, um, he was doing something in one of those CrossFit games. And he was doing like a clean, and his arms gave out, and it dropped down on his neck and paralyzed him. Damn, no, I was yeah. keeping it positive. It's a friend of Tate's. Yeah. Landed on his neck. Mm hmm. Out, dead. Just fell down, body Damn, stopped moving. Paralyzed? Now he's paralyzed from the neck down. Just boom. Like everything just shut off. He, it landed on his neck. Probably passed on the CrossFit from there on out. Well, you know what? Some of these guys are too, almost too fucking tough for their own good with something like that where you're holding something over your head. Doing a thousand reps or whatever. Yeah, they're just they they're do. just trying to smash everybody's reps and show how badass they are, which is you know it's competition. Damn, Steve what a Maxwell shame. hates that shit. He says that, and I see other people's points too that it's beneficial that the competition makes you work harder. But Maxwell's take on it is those type of exercise movements, like power cleans and things like that. They're not meant clean for that high reps. Though, they're not say? meant for high reps. No, I no. agree with him. Yeah, he's like those are strength moves. They're Correct. meant for low reps, couple sets. You know, heavy 100%. shit. 100%. That's yeah. not something. Your body yeah. shouldn't be doing that. And the things that can go wrong are really right. going to fuck you up. Especially yeah. when you start going tons and you're losing your technique and mm -hmm. your form. It's dangerous mm -hmm. shit, man. Yeah, you, you lose. And this guy was in, out of position, too. I mean, his, his, his body Damn, was paralyzed. Tate's yep. boy? Yeah, Tate knows him. Tate, Tate's big in that. He's uh, deep in that CrossFit world. He yeah, knows a lot of those he CrossFit has, uh, people. He has Venice Barbell Club. What's his thing over there? He does something off Lincoln and Venice. He's always he's always there. They have yeah. like some strongman shit. There's kegs yeah. everywhere. I know what you're talking about. The name escapes me. God, me too. The box? No. That's not it? The box in Venice? No. Whatever. Callum works at Venice Barbell Club. Tate's always been in there. Tate's somewhere that else, kinda, though. That kind of working out. Is it Deuces? Even way back in the day. Is it Deuces? Yeah. Okay. Deuce. There you go. Shout out to Deuces. Man, what's up, Deuce? 
Yeah, Tate's always been into kettlebells and, you know, muscle-ups and shit like that and just CrossFit-style cool. movements, and he's a big fan of CrossFit. He loves it. Have you done uh, a ton of uh, CrossFit? No. I mean, I've done, I do those kind of exercises, right? I do a lot of uh, kettlebell stuff. I do deadlifts. I do a lot of things like circuit they do, training, but, but not. Yeah, but I don't do it the way they do it. No, me like, neither. I, I do that Pavel Tatsolini method. Where you're doing like sets of five, never more than sets of yeah, five. I dig that. And I take a lot of time off in between sets. I uh, <clears throat> My schedule's been so crazy, man. I haven't been able to go to the gym like I typically do. You know, where I, I, I work with my trainer and I'll do mm -hmm. weights, I'll do mitts, stuff like that. So I've been trying to find some alternatives. Yeah, man. It's fun to mix shit up. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been doing bored. something different. Yeah, I've been bored. Like take I, a yoga class. Take. A, I've been doing yoga. I've been doing hot yoga, which I love. Fucking Taekwondo, bro. How about that? You want to go deep? Hiya! Double what? knife hand block. Want to go deep? After post-UFC career. Front kicking motherfuckers. Want to go oh, deep? You and I think of Taekwondo. Hard pass on that, man. I don't want anything to do with martial <laughs> arts. But here's the thing. It's uh, you like you like uh, some sort of McDojo style. Taekwondo, as long as they teach you good technique, you're going to get a good workout in. I'm trying to burn some calories. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll get a good workout in. I'm sure. I'm sure. Those wheel kicks and shit. Hard pass for me. <laughs> hard pass, Joe. Hard, hard <laughs> fucking pass. What about keto? Just for a goof. <laughs> just, just, just you just for the with the pajamas, <laughs> just, just wrist locking motherfuckers, <laughs> flipping them, grabbing that wrist. Woo! <laughs> you fly. <laughs> you fly. You fly into the ground Steven with Seagal. magic. Woo! That'd be sick. Woo! Me and Seagal doing Imagine, our thing. Imagine, ah, the wrist makes you do cartwheels. Oh, I go full deep on that. No, it would be fun if you did it and you just, <clears throat> you did one of them uh, Aikido demonstrations. You show what happens when someone doesn't just give in. Just like, well, You'd be like, you know, they, he goes and grabs you and does this and you like push him away from you. Just Fuck embarrass off. him. I'd love what that. What is this? What I'd love doing? that. They, they try to throw you and you just kind of push their head down. I love like, that. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Cover, stop. Bring it. Stop. I love it. You don't try to counter him. You just go, cut, just cut the shit. Stop. Just cut the shit. Cut this the is shit. fake. It's the worst promo this ever. This is not for working. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, you have to like, you have to like throw yourself at them. It's all bullshit. <laughs> But apparently, yeah. man, those dudes who were badass at it back in the day, it was about getting rid of swords. Guy comes at you with a fucking sword. And they're all... They had to learn how to, like, a guy's lunging at you literally with a ridiculous movement because he's trying to just chop you up, right? So it would be similar to how these guys move. And throw, in those, yeah. Yeah, in those demonstration videos. There's but that shit's not applicable no, it's, it's, if a guy doesn't have a sword. That's so old school, too. It's just fucking... I was thinking about doing this isn't a sponsor or anything like that. I was looking at those because you have one in the back. They're one of those penal, what Peloton bikes. Yeah. So I can work out. Peloton so I can just bikes. wake up and do that and then do my thing. Those are great. You think? They have a whole thing. You do a bunch of different workouts. You can go online. There's like online yeah. class. This isn't a sponsor. Do no, I don't. Yeah. You do it live too. Yeah. But you know what I like better? I like uh, the Rogue bike, that fucking assault bike. What is it called? The Echo? The Aerodyne? Yeah. Jesus Christ. They made a beefed up version one of here? one. I have one here. Yeah. I, I do Tabatas on it. 20 seconds that. on, 10 seconds off. Holy shit, dude. If I get the, the Pedalton bike, that Rogue thing, and a, and a, or the Aerodyne and like a rower, mm -hmm. I'd be straight. Yeah. Do work, the rower's son. bad. I got a rower too. Rower's badass too. I do 30 and 30 with the rower. So 30 minutes of sprinting, 30 minutes of rest, 30 minutes of sprinting, 30, 30 minutes of rest. 30 minutes? Excuse me. Th seconds. Oh, I was Jesus, like, Jesus Christ, Christ Joe. Jesus Christ. What are you on, sir? Can you imagine if you could just sprint for 30 minutes? I was like, what? Dude, the what fuck? kind of a Viking are you? What the excuse me. 30 dude. seconds. So the Tabata is a 2010, and then I go uh, from, I do like um, 
it'll do eight rounds of 2010, and then I go over and do the row machine, and I'll do eight rounds of 30, 30, 30 seconds on, 30 Dig seconds it. off, and then I go back and do it again, and then I do it again. And if I've got the You're stones, exhausted. if I got the stones, I could do three sets. I've exhausted. Only done, I've only done three sets once, and I had to double up on the shroom tag. You felt sick. I was beat down, man. You're just really exhausted at the end of it. You, but it's you, also short, and your body's super intense at the time. Mm -hmm. they, they sit, most people think that's the best workout you can do. It does something to you, I guarantee you. Because one of the things, after doing it like three or four times, I started to uh, feel it in my running. It's kind of running a lot, too, though. But my running, my endurance and running is getting better. And yeah. I think maybe some of that might have to do with the biking just because the, the bike works out different muscles too, man. Your lungs too. Yeah. When it, when it has to adapt to yeah. that kind of capacity, moving like that. <clears throat> that's not it. That's the beefy one? I no, will break that shit, Jamie. That's not it, Jamie. It's called the Rogue Echo. Echo Air or some shit. I've been doing uh, the 1,000 meter test on the row. Like I'll get done hitting mitts with my trainer and I go, all right, 1,000 meters. And I see that they, they have the records for the week. Right. I try and beat the records. And just so anybody knows, that's not a sneaky ad. I paid for all the Rogue stuff that's here. I bought it all. No, no, I this just think is it's good. That's it right God, there. God, dog. The thing is beefy, beefy. Beefy as fuck. It's got girders and shit. You got a fat-ass handle on a girder. Yeah, I need to step my game up so I don't have to leave to the gym to save time. Dude, it's nice to be able to just do it in your house, you know? All you need is a chin-up bar and some kettlebells at home, and, and you could just get something done. Yep, that's Where, what I need. Because sometimes, you know, that thing where you have, really, you have an hour before you have to leave, you're like, I might be able to get to the gym and squeeze 30 minutes in. Let's see, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, it's not... Because I like to wake up with my son, and I'm like, yeah. I'm with him, and then him with an hour, and then you'll be at the studio here, I'm going to New York, I'm doing this. I just wanted to do something at home. Dude, I've become addicted to the fasted cardio. I used to do that before I remember I started throwing up. Yeah, but I think that's your coffee intake. Yeah, you're probably right. Like you talk, your coffee no, you're intake right. is off the, what are you, like 20 cups a day or something? I was at 12 to 16 cups a day. <laughs> and then fasting till two. The doctor's that's like, so well, let's crazy. not do that, you moron. That's so crazy. That's so much whatever. It's so much it's just too much of It's yeah. too much of everything. Yeah, and if you're not having any food, then yeah. it's just getting straight in there. It's all getting absorbed. I'm on all these medications now. I have to get off keto. Really? I'm dying, Joe. What, I have stage one diabetes. What is the medications they put you on? I don't. It's some anti-acid, like super strong stuff, so I can still wow. drink my coffee. It's That's just not so a possibility. Crazy. You it's just not, have to keep I coffee. Have to. <laughs> yes, I have to. I was like, you will, you will fuck up my entire workflow if I can't drink coffee. That's so crazy. Yeah, but if fasting cardio is the way to go. Yeah, I love it, man. I get addicted to it. You know what I get addicted to? I get addicted to the feeling of having done it when I didn't want to do it. That's what I realized this running thing is for me. It's this, this little game I'm playing with my brain where I know I'm going to do it, but I wake up, I'm like, oh. And then Marshall's barking. Burr! Burr! Mar Mar I'll put him in the backyard. He's like, come on, bitch. Yeah, he wants to go. Dude, he's so crazy now. I love because it. Because we've been doing it so much, so he's in really good shape. That fucking dog's in shape. Like, jacked. Dog's getting shaped like that. Yes. Like, he was getting a little, little chubby. You know, but he was only like, he still had baby fat on him. He's only 14 months old. So when I took him, he was like, nine or ten months old when I first started taking him. I just wasn't sure if he was going to listen or I was worried, like, what if we run into a rattlesnake or something like that? That would suck. It sucks. You got used to the routine. You could get them to the hospital, though. They survive. They're a lot tougher than us. You got to suck it out, <clears throat> especially hit them on the nose. You got to suck real. it out. That's not real. That's what I've heard, bro. I've heard it, too. It's not real. It's so fake, right? I just, yeah, I just bro read science. It. it doesn't work. But you if can't you really suck it out. Dogs die because it hits them on the nose, and so, you know, it gets spread. That's what I've heard. No, my if dogs get bit on the nose. nose. Your dog has yeah, my pit by rattlesnake. Yeah, did he die? No, he's, he's still fine. alive. No, he's dead now. 
It was a long time ago. <laughs> what are we doing? It's a long time ago. I all my dogs got bit by rattlesnakes, except well, the killer. The says. Except Squeaky Fromm. She was. Uh, she didn't give a fuck about snakes. She would just fuck up other dogs. Did her thing. That was my prison dog. That was the dog that I got from the pound. That was in the pound. That's from Callan. Cal- on Callan's suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. It was in the, the LA Animal Shelter for like five or six months. It was a sweet, sweet dog, though. Just Loved had people. Issues, though. It did not want any dogs ruining her newfound party. Dog aggression. Well, she she lived for the formative months of her childhood before I got her. She lived in a cage. And I think that that fucks with the dog's head. And nobody adopted her for, like, I think it was at least five or six months. Poor bunny. And then once you finally do get adopted and you get all this love from these people, you get to sleep in bed with them and shit, and they take you home. And, I mean, that dog was... She slept right by my bed. Sometimes they would hop in the bed, but I have to kick them off because they fart and shit. Yeah, see, I like them in the bed. It's rough. I like the dogs in the bed. Keep it warm. Yeah, it does keep it warm, but sometimes they fart and it's brutal. You're like, oh, Jesus. Or if it's a hot summer night, it's like, get out of here, man. <laughs> I know, itchy and shit. But um, she, so like any dog that she thought might steal that from her, like any dog that came in the air, she would growl at dogs. You pet them. She just was not into it. So Insecurity <clears throat> issues. Yeah. This good and bad. But you guys though. are running all the time. Together. I've never, I've, I've struggled with that a little bit lately where I'll be tired and I'm like, come on, you got to work out. I've never had a workout and then afterwards went, man, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Well, never, not once. I mean, people are saying this, to, people need to understand. Like, I saw a couple of comments of people saying, this is terrible advice and you should listen to your body when your body's tired. That's oh, not, shut that's up. not right. No. You're not, no. If I you're know sick, when I'm it's one tired. Thing. Yeah. I know when I need to rest. And I also can, I know like how, when I've done too much stuff. Like I've done like two works out, two workouts a day, three days in a row before, and then you get to that fourth day and you're like, whoa, all right, I probably should do nothing today. Like, Which is t- that's even, that's almost tougher to do than working out. For me to take a day off is almost tougher psychologically. Yes, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, that's don't not be good, a pussy. Man. You get, don't you, you get got momentum lazy. right now? It's going good, right? Your body starts thinking it's going to go. But there's a moment where you realize that you're probably I should really monitor my resting heart rate in the morning. That's another thing Steve Maxwell taught me. He said that that's one of the best ways to figure out if you're overtrained. Overtraining. We should when do you that wake in up camps. in the morning. Yeah. M- if your heart rate is five to ten beats over what it normally is, don't do shit mm-hmm. because you're fighting something off. Either you're fighting something off or you need to recover. You could do like light skill work. They say if you're sick, working out makes it worse because mm-hmm. it messes up your immune system. Yeah, it messes up your immune but system. It, but usually I know if I'm being lazy, I'm like, God, I right. just want to rest in bed, man. Or I just want to do this. I'd rather do this. But you know what? If you're not too sick, if you're not too debilitated, Get to work. it's not it's not a bad thing to just do light, no, just light sweat. focus work. Just move. Like Try to figure out some technique where you're not doing anything hard. Or even a steam room yeah. or sauna. Sauna, or that. yeah. yeah. And someone who asked me about the steam room versus sauna, I asked Rhonda Patrick, and there's there hasn't really been studies done on the sauna or the steam room rather that show the benefits of the sauna. They're but both probably, hot as shit. They're both hot as shit. It probably has some benefit. The only difference is that the sauna can get way hotter because it's a dry heat. So the sauna can get, you know, my sauna, I've had it up to more than 190. We I sat fucked in, up and had it at We sat in that sauna in Boston. You're a serial killer in there. Ten more minutes shop and I was dying. <laughs> I was like, uh, I think I'm set, man. I think I'm kind of set. I'm all red like a lobster. You just got to go. You just got to just go empty in there. I know. I hear you, you. But I was good, man. Like we were in good. there for a, a minute. Jamie dipped out super early. Like Ten minutes before you He was you there guys. before everybody. <laughs> oh, were you? He was there I didn't know that. Me. Yeah, because mostly when you left me. away. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. No, no. Jamie got no. there first. Little beast. Shout out to Equinox in Boston. Great fucking gym. 
That's a good night, man. Yeah, they keep it at 170. That's what most people think it should be, 170. But if you was 170 with steam, man, you're getting cooked in there. That's not good. I don't think you could take that heat. So the idea is that the sauna, because it's a dry heat for the most part, I know sometimes people throw some water on the rocks, Yeah. but it's a dry heat for the most part, and that that is what you want because that's what your body responds to, the, just the actual temperature and produces those heat shock proteins. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. You know, it's weird is sometimes in the UFC, and you can feel this too, if it's at a hockey arena like T-Mobile, where the, sometimes the when you get into the octagon and get in that crowd, it's freezing because right, there's the ice, ice underneath. It's freezing, yeah, that's which real. sucks for the fighter. Yeah. It takes a while to get going. You, you'll see guys for the first round, they're like, God, he looks a little stiff. Or what, what's going on here? It's, it's freezing out there, man. You're just in shorts. Right. You're sweating in the back, right. and it's warm in that locker room. Then when you come out, it's this, you're like, God So you damn. can feel a total difference oh, when you get in there. Right away, I'd be like, God damn it. Yeah, I'd, I'd always think about it. Is there a hockey team there? Oh, there's ice. So I had to calculate that. For sure, oh. focus on something else. But <laughs> I, I didn't realize it until one day I saw like a crack in between the boards, the floorboards, and I looked down and I went, that's fucking ice. There's ice there right now. And they're like, scary. yeah, they keep, it, they keep the ice there. They keep ice. They keep ice. How scary. We're, you're just all these thousands of people chill on top of ice. Well, it can't break. It's, I know. I'm just saying it it's kind of weird. Oh, it's definitely weird. But, but it's I mean, cold. Is it better? Well, not for the fighters for sure, but is it better for the audience? Because sometimes it gets fucking hot in those places. If you have a, just a big-ass chunk of ice in the middle of everybody... It's kind of smart. The only, the only time it's been super <laughs> cookie is in, in Brazil. They just didn't use oh, any AC man. or anything. Dude, yeah. I was in uh, one of them, and uh, it was an open-air place in Brazil. So we were indoors, but at the top, the top areas, it's like these big old open doors that face the outside. There was bugs flying around and shit. <laughs> That's some Brazilian shit, It was shit, warm, man. man. It was moist and warm. Where was the... It was, it was one with Anik and someone, and they're literally just sweating the pit stains. They're oh, just yeah. sweating it out. That happened in Abu Dhabi, too. We were in Abu Dhabi. I was drenched. That was outdoors. That That's was an outdoors right. one. Yeah. Yeah. Who fought? Was that Munoz Weidman? Anderson, Anderson uh, no. Damian Maya. That's right. Yeah. Weidman fought out there, too. I forget. I think he fought... BJ Penn fought uh, Frankie Edgar. That's where uh, Frankie Edgar won the title. And they've, they've had Roy Nog, or, yeah, Nog out there. Yep. They haven't been back there in a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Hot minute. Yeah. That one was crazy because you, you saw bugs flying around. You never knew were real. Oh, like, it's some what? Jumanji shit out that? there. I went on a hike. I was like, oh, I'm in Jumanji. This is cool. Like, what in the fuck is this? Shit you've never seen before. Yeah. It's crazy you go to other countries, man. They, they're, they have completely different ecosystems. The point where you look at things, you go, what in the fuck is that? What is that? But where it's dangerous, too. I remember when I was in Brazil. We were climbing this thing. They go, now listen, fellas, you got to make sure. And we're with the locals. Like, you have to come down before nightfall. Otherwise, they're not going to find you. What kind of shit is this? So we just dipped out, getting up there. My man, <laughs> my manager, Lex McMahon, got lost. He, we didn't see him for the rest of the night. Oh and no! And literally, the local was like, "He's one with the he's he's one with the jungle now." I'm like, oh, "What the fuck does that mean? So how is this did a you bad rock movie? Is this the rundown or some shit? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean he's one with the jungle? <laughs> <laughs> he just he he showed up a day later, just exhausted, didn't get an ounce of sleep, and someone in one of these huts took him under their wing and saved him. Oh my god! Yeah, people have to get helicoptered out of there if they get trapped at the top. I was like, dude, I feel like I shouldn't oh be doing god. this before a fight. I feel like this is a bad idea. How many days before a fight was this? It was like a week. 
week before. Jesus Christ. The, the guy in front of us had a Sungan, basically a Speedo, just asshole out in front of us, just fucking going. I'm like, and Through the jungle with bare, a Speedo on. Barefoot. And barefoot. just doing work. Smoking us. Shredded, tan. Fucking all acai You see what their feet look like? Like hobbits' feet. Like they fucking. They have the craziest feet ever. These people that live in the forest, they splay out like a hand. And they, they're super thick toes and shit. Like, it doesn't look anything like... No, uh, we have bitch feet. Yeah. We oh, have bitch dude, feet. believe me, man. It my feels feet good. My feet were sore today. I had to run in regular running shoes because my feet are sore. From the Vibrams? From, yeah, from the, just the pounding. The pounding. And I know I'm scared of that plantar fasciitis. Have no, you ever you had it? it? No. Get your mind right. Let's go ahead and get on. There's a reason there's technology, son. Let's quit running barefoot No, these no, days. no. I think it just the barefoot thing strengthens your feet up. I think it just takes time. I'm just being real careful. Be super careful. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I'm sure. Donald Cruz had to deal with it. I've dealt with it. It's a night. I had to get shots, injections in my foot. Horrible. And with Dom Cruz, it was the same thing. It was coming back too quickly. Like, he, he had a knee injury, right? So after his knee yeah. injury, then he just tried to get way back into shape way quick and fucked his feet up. Mine was just, I think, from being so big and just running. I was doing, you know, miles mm -hmm. and miles and miles and miles. I love running. It's literally my favorite thing to do. Neil Brennan did it on it. He got planner from a treadmill from wearing those uh, Vibrams. If, if you're, they say you got to work into them. Got to work. You just don't want to go straight barefoot and just start doing yeah. work. No, you definitely do. To but me, it, feel, do, it feels it. good to be barefoot. Like I like yeah. walking in the street. I feel like I'm doing something dangerous. Like on the sidewalk, barefoot. Yeah, like oh, I'm wild. Wow. Yeah, man. I feel nice about it. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. It makes me feel free. Yeah. I know it's dirty and dangerous. It's but supposed I don't to care. be dirty and dangerous. That's what life is supposed to be. You're supposed to be interacting, interacting with other life. It's also we put your these feet. barriers. It's your feet. Yeah. Feels nice. Rubber barrier between you and the world that shit ain't right you always can find i like to let them breathe a little bit man what if the indians had it right with moccasins Just nah, like a, nah they, there's no airflow with those goddamn moccasins they didn't give a fuck what things smelled like back then oh bro. they smelled like they gave up on bullshit. that fight <laughs> yeah they just didn't give a fuck they, felt they like gave up bullshit. on that fight if they could find a creek a temporary put some of that fire out real no, quick i'm not about that life <laughs> i'm not i'm not like that man but they would just run around with moccasins they basically just had like a layer of leather between their foot and the ground. That's all they could do. Climb mountains with that. Hey, 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 what is this, Jamie? How dare you, Jamie? This guy is slicing chunks off of the bottom of his foot. I mean, Those this are is crazy. That makes you feel sick, bro. Man cuts calluses off his foot with a knife and dog eats it. This is the name of this video. How the fuck did you find it? Look at these calluses, dude. This is insane. Bro. This guy is just slicing through these calluses like it's a coconut. Like it's coconut meat. It looks like a pineapple. This is insane. Have you ever seen anybody have calluses like this before, though? I think this guy has a problem. Now, that, why, that ain't normal. What kind of a man can just cut at his foot like that? How do you know how, how deep to cut where you don't cut your goddamn yeah, you heel know, off? You know this dude is not sharpening that knife. That's not a sharp knife. That's not... Jeez, this is crazy, man. Oh, that guy's the worst looking feet up. And the dog oh. is eating it! The dog is taking the pieces of meat and eating it. The dog's a man-eater. Oh, what the fuck is wrong sick. with that dog? That's and how hungry, in the world did you find that, Jamie? What the fuck? Yeah, that's the Jamie's got that bookmarked. <laughs> couldn't wait to. Did you say feet? Just couldn't wait to drag that shit. I up. mean, who the fuck cuts off the bottom of their feet with a knife like that? And what's he doing to get his feet like that? And why is he yelling at that dog while that dog's oh, eating his feet? Oh, that makes me this close to throwing up. Wouldn't you like think that the dog would get used to that smell? Like that's what I like to eat now. Oh. And then like you'll be sleeping, the dog's hungry. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna snack out on this dude's feet." It's a zombie dog. You got a zombie <laughs> dog in your hands now. Dog's Looks like a bloodhound too. Dog's goddamn. Horrible monster, Ugh, meat eater, sick. human eater.
Wow. It anyway. makes me feel super sick, man. On another note, <laughs> how about that Brian Ortega? <laughs> Another note. How about Brian Ortega, man? I don't my show yesterday, and I it was awkward because me and Brian are super close, and I don't know what it is because same thing with Stepe. Whenever I know these guys, it's like I know him from when when I trained with him, and I've seen him in that light. Like with Brian Ortega, I cornered him for his, his one of his fights before he got to the UFC, and I knew him as that Brian Ortega, where all jujitsu, you know, cardio for days, but terrified to fight. Like I know him as, as that Brian and now he's evolved into the number one featherweight in the world. So when I, when he got the Frankie Edgar fight, I was like, God, I just feel like it's a terrible matchup, man. I'm telling Henner, I'm like, what, what's he going to do? And Henner's like, don't worry, man, don't worry. And so on my show, which Brian and Henner listened to, they're like, dude, they come in they're like, how are you going to pick against me? I'm like, no, no, no. I said my brain Went with Frankie, just because it's Frankie Edgar, he's a legend. My heart wanted you, Brian. He's like, dude, it hurt my feelings. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, and I don't know what it is with Stipe, too. Whenever mm. I see him, I, I know him as that version of them. It's a problem that I have. I like this gap. I don't know what's going on. People always do that. They do that. They remember someone by what they were when they were at their worst. It's not even their worst, but it's in their infancy of yeah. their, of their, of their well, career. Let's not even say their worst. Just say... A lesser version of who they are now correct right it's like do you ever get that feeling when you go back to high school like I, if I'm around someone from high school I feel like a loser <laughs> I you know this is a weird feeling no 100% when I go back yeah. to Denver I'm, I'm almost not myself because I feel like this almost yeah almost like this yeah. loser a loser yeah because yeah because you remember back who you were when you were insecure and starting out correct. in life and just that's a normal thing you know they always say that about comedy clubs like if you start out at a club, that club will never respect you. They respect you when you leave and, you know, maybe you get a TV show or something like that and then come back and they're like, yeah, yeah, I remember when you sucked, though. Yeah. Like, they remember when you sucked. Yeah. I always had a, I had a problem with that in Boston at first. Really? Yeah, because they remembered me as this guy who was an opener. And then, you know, how am I a they headliner? They you like that. Hey, you're yeah. not a headliner. Like I remember when you were opening. You did 20 minutes. You, you opened. That's what you do. I know. Like, you're not a headliner. I, I, I had one night in the... This isn't in my nature at all. I'm going to go back. I've just been busy. But I had one night at the Laugh Factor where I just, I bombed, man. Bomb, bomb. Like, I could, like, I should probably not do this. In it. Oh, just, one guy in the back just goes, boom. I'm like, no doubt. No doubt, man. I get in the car and I'm just driving down Sunset. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, man? It's so embarrassing. I haven't been back since. But not because... Because I'm like, oh, I'm scared of Laugh Factory. It's just I, I've been at the store and, and just been on the grind. But, but I, you do I, have it in your head. Like, you got to get there, back up there and clean that up. There's, there's yeah. a, th it, and literally, it's, I think about it every day. It's something back here. Yeah. It's like, get your ass up there, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but I, I'll go to the comedy store. Nope, get your ass up there. See, that's an athlete's perspective. That's the difference. It's one of the things that I've been saying to people about you. The difference between the way you've been approaching comedy and another person would do it, you're doing it from an athlete's perspective. Like, you work hard at shit. Yeah. And you know where your weaknesses are. You gotta you fix those. Well, other people will ignore them. It's a real problem, you know. Like like someone will have a joke and the joke doesn't do well like several nights in a row, but they keep doing it the same way. Like why are you doing it the same way? You need to cut some of that out. You need to tweak this. You need to turn that around. You need to add something. Maybe you're not explaining it enough, but if it's not doing well and you keep doing it the same exact way, yeah, it's not the crowds, homie. Yeah, you got to figure out. They're there to laugh. People get stuck in a weird pattern, though, of wanting to do things the exact same way over and over again. Oh, dude, nothing's better to me when it's such an honor, too. If I'm at the comedy store, if I was at the comedy store in La Jolla, and a comic go, hey, you should try this. I listen to your joke, you should button with this or try this. I'm like, dude, that's brilliant, man. Yeah, every now and then someone will just nail it for you. 
They just find they see something that maybe you didn't see. And you're like, oh, like you ever thought about going this direction? I'm like, dude, and it's not like they're writing your jokes. Like, hey, mm-hmm. what if you went this direction with them? Like that, dude, that's brilliant, man. That happens in martial arts too, right? Like, hasn't someone like pointed something out to you? And you're like, oh shit. Oh, 100 yeah. percent with a choker. Yeah. You have, oh, yeah. Your hands are like this, dude. Mm-hmm. You ever tried it like this? And mm-hmm. like, dude, that yeah, that makes sense. It's so much easier. Yeah. Sometimes things don't seem they like they'd be easier, and they are. Like this, that pretzel grip, this, this yeah. weird grip. You're like, why would I grab somebody like that? And then you do it, and you're like, if someone oh. shows you. But I, I feel like, and, and not in my. Not, yeah, it feels so nice. Feeling, oh, feels nice. Oh, you ain't getting none of that, are you? Some Brian Ortega oh. shit, dude. His guillotine is ridiculous. And How's he, he grip it? And he's getting the. He, he's he's it just a, he has all sorts of variations. That motherfucker is nice with it. He's here, you know. It's right, you know. He's here mm-hmm. a lot of times. He goes flat. He, he's so good at it. But so he, is he like Marcelo, like how Marcel slides it yeah. under like a blade and yep, then catches the blade, it. Blade, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he's the best at the world <clears> in it. But he also he's getting the respect now from the crowd because if you remember when Frankie kind of faked that shot and he got a hold of his neck, then cra- mm-hmm. the entire crowd goes, <gasps> yeah. Because now it's like, oh shit, yeah. they realize what he's capable of. When which- that dude gets a hold of your neck, it's a totally different proposition. When he what he did to Cub Swanson at the end of the first round, basically he had Cub basically out. Mm-hmm. Cub was fucked, and it was just a matter of the time ran out. But that shit was fully locked in, and Cub wasn't going anywhere. Dude, I got emotional yesterday when he came in the room because I haven't seen him since. And I went right when not even on there. I went, hold on, stop there. I went, bro, hear me real quick before anyone tells you this. I know you're getting title shot. That I went, you're the number one featherweight in the world. Remember when I corned you for that? Rough and nasty fight and whatever Glendale, where the fuck it was. Remember that? Now he's the number one guy in the world, Brian. Let that well, soak in. He's the number one contender. Max Holloway's the number one in the world. He's ranked number one in the world. Right, but number one contender. Con- true. Right. He's number one. All right. I'm saying. Max no, Holloway's the great, champ. Yeah, but that's the number one. Correct. Until they fight. He's the champ, right. but he's ranked number one in the world. I know. That, I, I, that was that, the message. I know. I know. Understand that. Yeah. But that. If I was Max Holloway, I'd be like, motherfucker. For, well, they're going to fight. For sure. No, Max Holloway's the greatest featherweight in the world right now. But yeah, for Max, for, for Brian Ortega to go from, it's crazy to see, man. It's, it's a very interesting fight. It's nuts. Because Ortega is super dangerous standing, and on the ground, he's on a totally different level than anybody else. They're also the same size. Yeah. Like a lot, Max Holloway usually has a big advantage with reach mm-hmm. and size, but now they're kind of equal. Dude, Holloway's something special, though, man. He's something super special. special. What it, he did at Aldo, what he did to Aldo was crazy. Twice. Twice. And twice. the second time, more emphatic. Like, like he knew he was going to do No, Max Holloway's something special, special. Special. And it's almost like when you watch what he does, you can't appreciate it until you see it a bunch of times. Because, like, what he's doing, he's not knocking someone out with one head kick. He's not, like, catching someone with some unbelievable, spectacular submission. No, what he's doing is just fucking you up. He's outclassing regularly, everybody. yeah, but with technique, yeah. and he's ferocious. And then, technique what do you want to do? You want to do ta- technique? Yep. You want to do pace? You cool. want to brawl? You want to brawl? I'm gonna okay. draw the line right here. Come brawl. Yeah. See how that goes for you. Yeah, and that, that's what Brian can't fall into. And I, Brian will be, I'm sure, in Vegas eyes, the underdog, which rightfully so. It's Max Holloway, the greatest featherweight in the world right now. So with Brian, he just has to be careful. Max will lure you into that brawl, and he's not going to lose mm-hmm. those brawls. Yeah, he's very good at brawling. That's for damn sure. And he did the crazy thing was the the Llamas fight. 
Oh my god. Ricardo Lamas, he's beating his ass. And then he just points to the center of the schedule. Come on, man, let's fucking throw it no, out. No, he's one of my favorite fighters, He just man. bites his mouthpiece down. It's just windmilling at him. He can do that. Yeah. He can do technique. You want to yeah. do jiu-jitsu, whatever you want to do. Yep, whatever I, you want to do. It sounds like, from what Brian told me, is they're they're sh aiming for that international fight week. So you have DC, Stipe, maybe mm. Cyborg, Amanda Nunes. Then you got Brian Ortega, Max Holloway. Well, Max just broke his foot. So what are we at right now? How many weeks is he out? Is he even out of his cast yet? I don't think he's out of his cast. I think he, I saw a photo of him on Instagram. It was about two weeks ago he had a cast on. He's on Tough Help in D.C., right, though? He, he's, he's probably he's doing on the it tough on crutches cast. or doing it, you know, standing on his cast. But, um, so we're in March, April, so May, June, eesh. April, May, June, July, four months. Um, a foot, a bone and a foot is not, it's not an easy one because you're always standing on it. No, and then when you get back, it's going to take time. Yeah, and then you're going to be real hesitant to kick things. Well, hey, I, I'm not the one starting the rumor of International Fight Week. That's what. Yeah. That's what. That's what Ortega's hearing. He, they want to do it in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Henner and Brian wanted. They're like, we'd love to go to Hawaii, go to his hometown, and do it. Mm. But you know, there's a lot of moving pieces for UFC to get to Hawaii. They'd well, the sell other that thing is out. inside and outside. Like how how big of an arena do they have that's inside? They have a, well outside. They have the stadium, right? They could do the giant stadium, which would sell out. It would sell out, but what if it rained? Which it does in Hawaii all the time. Are we fighting in the rain. Wet and Wild. Remember that you one? You wouldn't watch that? King of the Cage? Yeah, you wouldn't watch that rainy? <laughs> that rainy? I mean, it'd be a s so weird, but... No, you can't It's a good that. risk to have. Yeah, it's a good risk to have. Look... You can't have it, though. That would right. be phenomenal for Brian if they could just slip to the ground real quick. <laughs> Amazing for you Brian. Know? I mean, he, he has... Lubed up. He has a good advantage over almost everybody at 145 when it comes to jiu-jitsu. Like, who doesn't he have an advantage of when it comes to jiu-jitsu at 145? There's no one. No one more dangerous than T-City as far as on the ground. Right. And, you the know, way he, he locks onto things, there's a finality to it. That's, his strength and his mm -hmm. now his belief in himself with mm -hmm. it. He knows how dangerous he is. There's a... And, and really, it's he's almost, you know... People haven't seen what that kid's capable of either. Like we, we've seen some cool stuff, but some of his flying triangles, his flying arm bars, and his his his, his grips and stuff, and his guillotines, and he has a lot of cool setups that we haven't even touched on. So yeah, he's uh, one of the most impressive guys I've ever seen in terms of like when he starts locking something up, you know it's over. Game over. Like, whoa. Game over. Just super high level. Very interesting because he doesn't have like world championship. Uh, you know, victories in his past, right? But, no, he didn't come up through like the IBJFF, whatever the mm -hmm. hell it is, or he didn't go to Metamorphs, anything like that. He's just this kid that grew up on the Gracie mats, and mm -hmm. over time was that kid who was just like, God damn, he's good, and just kept with mm -hmm. it, kept with it, kept with it. Yeah. Now the crazy thing is his striking has become just as deadly. Fluid, you, loose. You crack Frankie Edgar with an elbow like that and then starch him with that uppercut, that's like he can do that to you standing now. You well, lift him off his feet. Yeah. Yeah, it was Nasty. incredible. So where's the where's the picnic? Picnic's not standing. Not right That's now. No well, for, for Max Holloway, he's probably looking at it going. The picnic for me is standing because he's so goddamn, you know, good at it. But you can't just say that's a huge advantage anymore after you see Ortega. Because remember, yeah. he's knocked out Clay Guida with knees. Mm -hmm. You know, and now after you knock out Frankie Edgar like that, you at least have to acknowledge the kid can do some stand-up damage. I think, yes. But I think there's a real concern with if they're going to try to fight in July with Halloween not having enough time to recover. I hope I'm wrong. But when I'm looking at that, when you just said that it's March, I was like, yeah, it is March, isn't it? Beginning of March. April, May, June, July. That's four months. How do they have... How how he healed up are you after four months? Are you ready to throw kicks and get your foot checked? Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe they also told, maybe Dana told or Brian like, hey, 
we're shooting for Mar or we're shooting for July summer or something like that, but they don't realize where Max Hall. You know how this yeah, goes. Yeah. Maybe it's on another maybe, card. Maybe or, I'm wrong though. Maybe I mean six weeks is what it takes for bone to heal. I'm sure right? Max will tweet us or something. Like, like, yeah, I'm good right now, bitch. Google what it takes for a healthy. What is Max like? Twenty eight. No, twenty-seven. Aren't, aren't him and Brian Ortega the same age? Twenty, couple young bucks. Something, yeah. And this won't be the last time you see a Brian Ortega and Max Holloway fight. What's that? He's twenty-six. Twenty-six. Sorry, Ortega's twenty-seven. Um, go to uh, how long does it take? Just Google how long does it take for a bone on a twenty-six-year-old man to heal? And they cut it in half because Max Holloway. Yeah. That's, you know how the doctors, you're going to be out about six months. Yeah. Well, yes, if I'm a soccer mom, six months. For me, it's going to be about three. Thank you, sir. I'm going to push it at three, <laughs> you giant pussy. <laughs> That's also a way to blow out those ACL That's how doctors are. They used to yeah. all these old people, like, you're out for about a year. That's true. Need three months, doc. Kick rocks. You know what, man? This uh, tendon inj injury that I got, I got golfer's elbow. That really made me um, aware there's a difference between injuring a muscle and injuring a tendon. 100%. They don't have much blood supply, man. It's a fucking pain in the dick to get that to heal. Yep. I'm stunned at how long it takes and how many different things I've done. When Since you PRP told me that, I was, I was doing pull-ups and it started hurting here. I've stopped doing for a little bit. Well, for I don't me, wanna, it's just here. It's just this elbow. Mine started hurting in there and that went to here. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to chill out on that stuff. I got a chunk of something floating around there, too. You got, like, uh, the... A piece of hard yeah. something or another. I fell once in Alaska. Callan and I were on this uh, deer hunting trip, and I slipped off the side of a cliff and cracked my elbow on this rock, and it was hurting for months afterwards. Like, every time I would do a chin-up, it would hurt, and I just sucked it up. And I think I might have chipped a piece of bone off in there. No, I think there's something floating, or it's a piece of calcium that's built up because of... Uh, irritation that can happen just too. let it ride bro yeah let it ride bro you got this man bro got science this, bro. dude speaking of people getting fucked up how about that girl cyborg fight she looks scared when she got hit with the first oh, one yeah. her eyes were like oh my god and god bless her man because your first fight in ufc here you go this this is what you always want here's cyborg main event short notice enjoy that yeah that's kind of a crazy thing to do right Title shot, your first fight ever in the UFC? Title shot, your first fight ever. Nobody knows, literally, nobody in the UFC knows who you are. The UFC didn't even have a picture up of her till the yeah. week of the fight. You've never, uh, I mean, she got submitted by Tanya Avenger. That's tough. She submitted Tanya, and then Tanya submitted her. And we know that she's a 135er. Yeah, that's her, like, wincing in pain as Cyborg lowers the boom She took Cyborg her. down, though. She did. That weird... Yeah, well, that was obviously Ankle the strategy. Pick. The strategy was to close the distance, get that clinch, drag Cyborg to the ground. She's a 135er, man. She really is not big enough. But for Cyborg, it's like, what do you want me to do, man? Like, there's no one in the division. What is uh, stopping that Megan Anderson chick from coming over? Her work visa. What, she, 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 she doesn't she was have here, it? Uh, she was here illegally or something like that. I know that was the hold up there. Oh, Some bullshit. Lawyers, get on that. I know, man. Let's go. Because yeah. she, she's a legit... You know, She's competitor, big girl, big girl pretty yeah. Australian, mm -hmm. yep. can fight her ass off, tattooed up. She's actually a one, you know. She's in the same weight class. She's a legit not the girl coming up. Right? Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. wants the fight. You know, for Kat Zingano wanted the fight too. She's talking all that shit. Can for someone a, call Trump? I can get it done. Kat Zingano wants the fight. Well, well, Kat Zingano did want the cyborg fight, but since she lost that last one, right? To Vieira, to Ketlin, Vieira. Yeah, split decision. You ain't getting cyborg's not sniffing. No, that. no, 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 no. There's no way. She's going to have to get a couple of it because she lost in her last one, too. Who did yeah, she lose to? She took Juliana Pena? Yeah. And yeah. She, she took, she's taking too much. You could see the ring rust was there and the nerves were there. She just mm -hmm. she 
she needs time. She needs yeah. time. She can compete there with Cyborg. I, I, I'm not even trying to be funny here. She's not going to lose to a single woman. You need to, she needs to fight two women, or there needs to be a dude in there. But one girl's <laughs> not going to beat her. I hate to tell you guys, like it's just not. I, I don't know how you're going to market that. You tell me you wouldn't watch her over CM Punk. Well, I think you put her as co-main event a lot on some cards that have a lot of great fights. I just think that the oh, problem I'll watch is. Her. People are always, always going to be willing to watch whoever steps in and fights her. But to have her be the center of a giant event, I think it's going to take a real challenger. And like Holly. Those yeah. ratings were good. Like, yeah, that was a good fight. Because that was a fight where people were like, hmm, Holly, you know, is legit. Like, real skillful boxer. It shows you how good real Holly is, too, because yeah. it went to decision. Although mm -hmm. she, you know, Holly was never really winning that fight. She probably maybe won a round. Yeah, man. she got lit up. You realize when you're in there fighting Cyborg, it's a totally different proposition. Yeah, when you, when you see Cyborg, you're just like, oh, man, she's never going to lose until Father Time, I guess, touches her on the shoulder. But she's, right now, she's only 32. Isn't young, that crazy? Joe, it's not young, but it's not old either. No, she's Dude, not old. She's prime. She could do this for another five years. Easy. When, you know, you think about how long she's been around, like way back in the Gino Carano fight. How old was she then? Jesus, man. Super young. Super young. She's been doing it for a minute. Dude, do you ever watch that fight again? It's not a bad fight. It's People don't give fight. Gina enough credit. No. Gina mounted her at one point in time. Gina, first team, all diapies, captain of the team. Yeah, she's pretty hot. <sighs> but out of respect to Kevin Ross, this would be the end of this conversation when it comes to how hot Oh, is, is that, her, is that, is that yeah. her man? What's yeah. he do? Kevin Ross, the Muay Thai fighter. Oh, yeah. with all He's all tatted yeah. up. They're yeah. still together? Yeah. Good for them, Good man. for them. Good for them. Hopefully she's oh, here, in Deadpool, too. fight. Yeah, she's she's got to be very cool because he's very cool. They're, Damn. Yeah, they're she, both great. Look at this great. the beginning of fight. She's just teeing off on Gina. Oh, she takes her down, down and fucks up, and Gina winds up on top of her. Look at Gina doing work. People forget how good that girl was, man. Oh, she's very good. Look at the cyborg. Girl Every for girl the should hook. give her royalties for starting women's MMA. Let's be real. She actually had a half-assed heel hook here, or a half-decent heel hook here. Gina turning, getting out of it. Yeah, she popped out. Yeah, Gina Crown. I mean, she just. Think how big Gina Crown would be if she was in the sport oh, right now. Jesus. Cyborg's hitting her with some hammers. This was, uh, yeah, she would be gigantic. She'd be so big. Because she was stand -up big artist? when the UFC was really in its infancy. She was wanted, big on Showtime. What year do you think this fight was? If you had to guess. 2004? Six. Nine. 2009. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nine. Wow. Cyborg, vicious kick to the body. So Cyborg was only like, what, 22-ish? Her takedowns she are so bad She fell down again, here. and this time Gina mounts her. Look at that. Like, people forget. Gina's getting the mount because Cyborg's mistakes That's in these takedowns. That's great, but, but she's still mounting Hell yeah. She, this is the most trouble crazy. we've ever seen Cyborg in besides that yeah. Muay Thai fight. And Gina's going to let her up. No, Gina was an absolute monster. People forget, man. But with Cyborg, I, I, I'm dead serious. I'm even trying to be funny. Unless two women too. enter that octagon against her, she's not going to lose. Yeah. Or you need to get Khabib up in that bitch. Well, she obviously has some physical attributes. Now, when you think about the rest of the women at 145, no one stands out. What they're going to do is Amanda Nunes. That's the fight. Yeah. Amanda Nunes wants it. Cyborg wants it. The, the I like the fight, and I think technically Amanda Nunes is better as far as a technician as cyborg however for let's say that's five rounds even three rounds over those three rounds she's she i don't think she possesses the same power as cyborg you know what i'm saying like yeah. when cyborg hits a girl you, Dude, you see it on their face the stoppage of gina carano we're watching on the big screen it's horrific yeah it's a tough one it's horrific when she gets her down like the hammers that she drops on I was more her. of a cyborg fan i'm more of a cyborg fan now back then i was first team all gina 
No one wanted that. No one wanted that. Did she test positive for this fight? Uh, no, I thought it was after this. It was another fight. Yeah, right? it wasn't this fight. That'd be way bigger news. But um, Cyborg Amanda's a good fight. That's a really good fight. I just, and I'm a huge Amanda Nunes fan. I just think over that time, she's going to land some shots on Cyborg. Cyborg get hit, but when Cyborg hits you, it's just, you can't play that game with her. There's, there's no female in the world who can play that game with her. You give yeah. me one, I'll take one. You here, you here. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Who knows, man? That's interesting. It's a great I like fight, that though. Fight. I Amanda's love that got fight. legit one-punch power. Legit smack-em-up power. Real black belt in jiu-jitsu. Very good at fighting. Knows how to fight. Phenomenal fight. fighter. Yeah, she knows how to fight. Forget about all the things that she can do. She puts it together well. You know who can fight? Cyborg. Cyborg. Yep. She's the greatest female fighter of all time. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue, right? Yeah, it's hard to argue. There's some caveats in there, obviously. But it's hard to argue. Even like, yeah. Yeah, there's some caveats, I guess, if we want to go down that road. But still, in the <laughs> UFC with the USADA testing, <laughs> she's still the best. So that kind of takes yeah. it out of the window. We go, well, mm-hmm. she was the best back then when she tested hot. Cool. Now she's in the stricting, the most strict testing pool of all time. She's still dominating. So where's your argument there now? Well, you know the argument. That she retained all the shit from when she was taking it back in the you day. You definitely retained something. I'm Not everything, though. Ask Hector Lombard. It's a question. Ask Vitor Belfort. Right. That's true. But th- those are men. It's different. The idea of, you know, a guy taking shit or a girl taking it. Don't you think they're different? It's it's different, but it's also, it's different. There's an argument there, but it's not different to the point where after, was that 2009 you said? So, so, so after nine years, she's still retaining this muscle mass and she was born a bigger female. That's true too. That's true too. Like no matter what Gabby Garcia did, she's still 6'4". Correct. She's still yeah. a giant. Dude, she was at the USC and I was like, holy shit. You're scared. Terrifying. She's way too big. For I'm terrified She's of giant. all of them. She's so big. Do you see? She she wasn't sitting like a lady, so security yeah. had to come behind you in DC and step yeah. in front of her. She can't sit like a lady. She's Could. got Hulk legs. She might. Maybe how, wear it, a dress, how the though. fuck is she crossing those legs, bro? I. It's too much. They're so they're so big. Yeah, some She's thickies. like, if you have like one of them super tank. CrossFit squat girls, those giant legs. With the blowout ass and the quads yeah, in the can, front. Can they even cross their legs? I'm sure. How could they cross their you legs? You can cross your legs. You have some Barely. thick-ass legs. I cross my legs. It's comfortable. Yeah, and I got a, a pterodactyl dick in between. <laughs> Dude, I don't think pterodactyls have big dicks. You might want to change that one up. It's a bird. Well, they have tails. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? I don't know. They're a bird. They're, our bird. they're not a dinosaur. Well, they're not a dinosaur, yeah. Did you know that? They're in a class of themselves. Yeah, someone t- was telling me that. My kid told me that. Oh, that's right. seven-year-old. See, this this way right here, this is uncomfortable as fuck. Oh, I'm so comfy. This is a nut cruncher. I'm so comfortable. Yeah, but you got an extra foot of leg. Yeah, there's a lot of room here. (laughs) But with with Gabby Garcia, remember when she was like... Like big bloated girl, and she got shred city, yeah, shred city, all for natural. A while. Oh, totally natural. shred city, and then she back to in between. She's back to giant again. I think. Why Japan, not try and cut to forty five? What are you talking about? 45. Shred, dude. She's six city. Four. Do you know she's six four? I'm being the UFC or not? <laughs> she can't make forty five. What are you gonna do? And Cyborg cut friends. from seventy to make it. She's good friends with Cyborg too. Look how big. Look at she. What she was when she got small, and shit. how big she is now. Dude, she was hot when she was small. She wasn't bad. Callan that's that's what I saw. That's what I saw in the air. Like, look at that. Oh. That's when she was on the Ultimate Fighter with Vandalay. I wonder where she's at mentally when she sees herself. Like, does she dig that? Like, that's she her just, thing? Because a lot of dudes are into that. She can't go online. Like, I, I don't, Look at that size. 
Like I, I, have, I had a friend who's a female bodybuilder, thick, thicker than a Snickers. Definitely Deca, Gold's Gym, just in her ass. Yeah, just protein powder <laughs> seeping out of her goddamn eyes. Get that pink one above it to the right, above, above and to the right. Okay. That's not acceptable. Mad not mad at it at all. So at one point in time in the recent future, she got down to the body of a really hot CrossFit. How much did she weigh there, though? She's probably still 1,000 pounds. She's six foot four. That's mean, bro. She, I, I, what do you think? 160 well, she, there? No, I bet she's 200 she's six there. Four? She's 200. Bro, she's not 200 yeah. pounds there. I bet she's 200, don't you Jamie. think? Jamie? She's 6'4". Damn. Come on, bro. Okay, maybe she's 195, but I'm not going any lower than that. That's a big girl. She, is she's a legit 6'4"? <sighs> Pretty sure. Find out how tall she is. She's stronger than me. That's whatever. Um, but there's some dudes are, uh, there's a market for that. Like I got a friend who was a bodybuilder, and she was busy because she would do some little bit of strange for some change and get oiled up. <laughs> She's only 6'2", I'm sorry. 236, 6'2". We can make 145. <laughs> <laughs> she just got to lose 100 pounds. No Anthony big deal. Rumble John's going, say what? what? I got you. What, would, what do you think would happen if she just got completely off of everything and just ran marathons? What do you think she'd get down to? I she's, don't think she's she, lower she's than 160. 6'2", 236. Look at the fucking size of her. Probably 170. Jesus Christ. Look at that girl. I'm going to death right now. Look at this poor girl. To go to did, you see her, did you see her beat up the... <laughs> Did you see her beat up the grandma? Yes, with the knee brace. She beat up a grandma with a knee brace, bro. That's so wrong. Struggle city. Now here, here's her. Like, first of all, she's really good at jujitsu, by the way. Phenomenal. Right. Like, you like, know Mackenzie Dern her, beat her. matches. Yeah, Mackenzie beat her on points. How crazy is That's that? That's how badass Mackenzie Dern is. She poked this chick, apparently. In the if ass. I'm that chick, I'd fake like I get poked too. Yeah, good move. I'd fall down. I'd black out. Uh, she's see. Russian though. They can't she get murdered. She gets yeah. back to she's Russia. She's gotta get like in there. That. Someone's gotta bet. I bet you make it to one minute. Survive any way you can for one minute. <laughs> Dude, I just... Boom. How do they not have her fight dudes? Like, the whole fight. That, that's oh, that's it? it? Yeah, there's a no contest. Oh, oh wow. good move for her. Good for She's the like, Russian. No, no more can go. The fight has gone one minute. The, My obligation is over here. Do you think about her versus Cyborg? Her versus Cyborg... Cyborg will fuck her up. Jeff Nowitzki, Cyborg take a hike is, for a Cyborg couple weeks. so much better standing up than her. She would have to take Cyborg down, and Cyborg would fuck her up. But so wouldn't you want to watch that? No! Really? For obvious reasons that we can't talk about. Look at that. There she is right there. Bom, bom, bom. But legit black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You can say whatever you want about her, but the girl works her ass works off. Works her ass off. Yes. No matter what, I mean, no matter what you take, you don't get that big unless you're training hard. She's just dropping bombs on this chick. Her striking's gotten a lot better. A lot more smooth and relaxed. Like, she was having a hard time when she first got... Ooh, she oh, she got tagged Oh, there. shit, she got oh, dropped. Jesus, she Damn. got tagged. That Leah Datapa is doing work. She, she looks like tagged. a... Oh, she got tagged again. Damn, her striking is terrible. Well, here. she's hurt. She's hurt. She's just I know, but it. this is yeah. what got me, Joe. Oh, look at this chick's going, come on, come on, come to the center. Come to the center. Damn, she's like, bring it. She's getting a little emotional, though. That Ryzen just free for all, and I Ryzen's appreciate it. so gangster. They're so gangster. They're trying to bring back the golden days. I know. You know what? That day's over, so kind of give it a rest, but I, I like what they're doing. You see Bellator brought Crocrop back. I know. Crocrop Roy. I just don't test We've anybody. seen that. Just son. don't test anybody, please. I, I know. Please. Don't. Just, no, no, don't. Just stop testing people. That's all I was saying with, with the John Jones thing yeah. against Brock Lesnar. Hey, Jeff Nowitzki, let's uh, go grab a cup of coffee while these boys rumble, huh? <laughs> when we... 
<laughs> hey, See, Jeff, I love you. Is, why don't we go? Uh, why don't you go? Go go on vacation to Hawaii while John and Brock take a little uh, trip here. The UFC is clean, but Bellator doesn't <clears> have to be. The USC, UFC decided to go down that USADA road, and they've committed to it. It's changed the game, legitimately. For sure. But let's be honest. When you These got a legend, fucking life up. You got though. a legend like Crow Cop. He still wants to fight. Just give me a little help. 100%. A help. Come on. That's real. I'm not saying he needs it. I'm not, I'm not, it's not a, a knock on him. He's upset at me because uh, Boss Rutten was saying that during one of his fights that uh, they paid him all this money and they had to bring all this money back. Like Boss is explaining how they Boss brought him into it. a you room. You didn't say it. Boss said it. But he thinks that I said it. Because it was on your show? Yeah, it was on my show. I didn't know what Boss was going to say. And if I heard anything about it, I heard it from Boss, because Boss worked there, and Boss is just fucking hilarious, and he's telling me about how they would pay those guys in cash. Well, he doesn't like you. He likes me, and I punched him in the face, so <laughs> me and him are friends. <laughs> but I just want him to know. Guy. I'm a big fan. Hell yeah. I he's not a fan of Crow bad for Crow Cop. I always enjoyed watching him. He's the, the example that I always use of what happens when you get an explosive striker versus a technical striker in MMA. I think... When you get a high-level striker that's used to a certain style of fighting, and then they fight in MMA, sometimes that style doesn't translate over. Like Correct. I don't think Peter Ertz would have done mm -hmm. that good as an MMA fighter. I don't think Ernesto Hoost would have done that good because they would have to have changed the way they strike because they're so technical and really fun to watch fight. And they would brawl for sure. Yeah. But what Merkel would do was have these big one shots. These big one kicks, these big one punches, just jump in with one shot, super fast and quick. That is really beneficial in MMA, more so even than kickboxing. Because he's the fighting, volume? The, well, he's fighting guys who are, um, it, at the time, were, they were concerned about takedowns. You're concerned about all these different things that could possibly happen in an MMA fight, right? So no one stands the way they stand in kickboxing. When they're standing in kickboxing, they're more sideways, they're more light on their feet, they're moving around, because they don't have to worry about being taken down. It's a totally different proposition. It's also a dance and a rhythm. Yeah, there's, so a guy, like rhythm, Hoost, yeah. Yeah, a guy like Hoost would just pick you apart, start leg kicking you, chopping you down. If he's got to think about takedowns, even really great strikers are susceptible to one-pot shots in MMA because there's so many more things you're thinking of. That's why Kevin Randleman cracked Crow Cop and knocked him Correct. out of that fight. Because he's got to worry about the takedown. Like, if they were just in a kickboxing fight, Kevin Randleman and Crow Cop just in K1. Nightmare for Kevin Randleman. It's a nightmare for Kevin well, Randleman. Think about, think about Wonderboy Woodley. You yes. know, Wonderboy yes. all day. Same thing. They get a kickboxing match. All day. Wonderboy lights him up. Woodley, that one-shot power... And he dropped, you know, Wonder Boy, you know, before. I times. gotta say that even in kickboxing, Woodley, I think, would do very well because he's so powerful. And in you'd be able to manage it more, though. You'd you be have able bigger to manage gloves, it. Yeah. So you can catch more, and, and also his punches aren't as dangerous. Mm -hmm. So when he's hitting you, it's not as dangerous. You can catch the kicks a little bit better. It's still not fun. Hell I mean, no! But Wonder, Wonder Woodley in that octagon's a nightmare with nightmare. that one shot power. Yeah, those little gloves. God, hopefully he fights yeah. soon, man. He's going to. He's uh, he had shoulder surgery, had a torn labrum, so he's he's pounding on that, trying to get that fixed up. Probably beat Dos Anjos. That's what they're going to do. Yep. Maybe they'll do that International Fight Week too. Dun dun dun. Everybody getting paid. Sizzler. We got Sizzler. We're trying to get these ratings up. For Fox buys WWE. Can you imagine if Brock's first fight back is John Jones? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. This sir. is what I'm. This is the card I'm looking at, motherfuckers. Not in July. Yes, yes. Stipe, DC. Greatest John fight of all time. John Jones.
Brock. Preach. Tyron Woodley, Dos Anjos. Ortega, Max Holloway, Amanda Nunez, Cyborg. We busting this load on this one card. <laughs> we can still do the ratings. Dude, that, that place would be, that would be insane. It would be insane. That would be one of the greatest cards of all time. Bonkers. And then the on top, you sprinkle in, let's sprinkle a little CM Punk. Mm. You wouldn't be able to do that one. Why? Because that one needs so much money. The, the one that I'm thinking about. Which one? You know the one. Which one, Joe? The one that was a lot of sprinkles on top. Which one? You know that boxer guy? What's his name? Oh, you're talking something, about Floyd CM Punk. Something money that we keep talking about. <laughs> if that happened, this is, by the way, I believe you and I were the first to speculate this publicly. Correct. I think that's the fight. I think I that's agree. the fight to make. I agree. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I think if it does happen, it happens on its own individual card. You put a kick-ass card underneath it, but I don't know if you put like a UFC 200 size kick-ass card underneath it. No, because Floyd and CM Punk's going to sell. And also, if you're Floyd, just looking at it from Floyd's perspective, all right, pay me this much money, which right. is like boatload of cash and also give me the guy who has zero experience like me and mm -hmm. cm punk who's yeah. a huge name yeah so it makes sense it's the only fight to make for floyd because connor will literally kill him yeah you can't do that Con it wouldn't be fair it's not fair connor would like, beat up floyd and cm yeah. punk in the same night people would understand the difference between connor boxing floyd which he got clearly outclassed but he hit him like Floyd's not going to do anything. No, it's no competition. It doesn't, it doesn't make be sense. Awful. It doesn't make sense. Floyd CM Punk makes sense. He'll get kicked once in the legs and be like, oh my God, now I can't walk. And then he gets kicked in the same spot. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. Nightmare. And he's folding over. Then he's getting front kicked in the gut. Connor's talking shit to him. You get head kicked viciously. Yeah. And then you're on that highlight reel and the UFC's using that over loop yeah. over and over and, and over. And it takes one clinch, just one clinch. And you're on the on your back. If you're One. CM Punk, then you're fighting Floyd. I am army crawling over yeah. to Floyd. You're not even. I, go ahead and punch me, bro. I say you stand karate style. You stand karate style, and you throw sidekicks, and you just walk towards him throwing sidekicks. There's so Until much. Until you distance. get him to the cage. Yes. Why would you even want to box him? You stand total Wonder Boy side stance. Just stand like this, way back, Leota Machida style, and just throw sidekicks. Keep them off you. And oh. then when the move is, whenever clinch. it happens, get that clinch Body and lock. throw fucking everything in. The agree. guy weighs 145 legitimate pounds. That's what Floyd weighs. I would even just bear hug him and just pull him on top yeah. of me yeah. and sweep him and get full amount. I would literally just come at Floyd like this. Yeah. Just yeah. walk straight forward like the Terminator. Floyd can make welterweight. Yeah. He can make welterweight in boxing. He could. That's the only problem with this fight that we're speculating is what, 20 pounds what weight are they going to fight at? Because CM Punk's not small. No, he, he was uh, a legit-sized 170. So he would... We're going catch weight here? He'd have to be catch at weight. 60? See, that's the other thing. You drain CM Punk down to 160, and he's Foxville. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. At 170, he doesn't have... Uh, a lot of muscle, but he's got a little bit of fat. He's so not maybe he could do city. six. He might be able to do 65. He does it smart and long. You know, he takes a, a long time to do it, adjusts his calories, really ramps up his cardio, just forces himself to do an hour of cardio after every training session. Has anyone seen him lately? That man looking thinner? No. He's going to have to look a lot thinner to get that fight. Well, or Floyd just says, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to light this dude up. Because when they're standing, when, when, He's got to close the distance on CM Punk. Nightmare. Floyd has four ounce gloves on. Are you fucking kidding me? And he's impossible to hit. He's impossible. You're not going to hit him. That's no, not and happening. He can catch you coming in, and it's going to be fucking yeah. night night. Even the leg kicks, like boy, can you even kick his legs? How fast does CM Punk kick? 
You know what I mean? We're not talking about like Yadson Clyde. That's not the move for CM Punk. Yeah. Sir, just do what you got to do to get to the ground. Didn't he have a karate background? CM Punk? Yes. As much as I have a karate background. <laughs> and I'm Wasn't not making like fun of him. video of him when he was like 13 or some shit? Throwing, I guess. Doesn't count. I play dodgeball too. Not, not on the on. resume. <laughs> not on my resume. Doesn't count. Soccer player. I'm going to put that on my fucking soccer player. My Twitter handle now. Guys soccer who do that. Player. I, I played play soccer basketball. when I was six. Yeah, that doesn't count, man. I played it. Yeah, we were I, I get pissed by... so hard, bro. Go I get ahead, pissed go so piss, hard. Man. You all right? Yeah. Jesus. I don't want to throw it. <laughs> it's that cold brew. This new cold brew we're snacking on. God damn, Jamie. What were you showing me right before the podcast started about some dude who just retired because he had a brain injury? Oh, yeah. There's a, <clears throat> an NFL running back. I was just seeing the story, so I don't know too much about it, but I know who he is. His name is Beanie Wells. He's a running back in the NFL. Um, he had an MRI, and it's showing brain injury so he's starting he's already Ooh. publicly stating he's having problems with it he's having memory loss speech problems how old is this gentleman 29 i think <sighs> man yeah man he's already going under treatment right now so like he's he would be one of the first people i've heard of that is already getting treatment for what i guess they can tell now about potential so what do they do how, do they, how are they treating it there he is, handsome fella. Former Cardinals RB Beanie Wells dealing with traumatic brain injury. So they know for a fact that he has it. So he must be one of the recipients of one of the newer tests that allows them to see while a person's alive. Because it used to be they used to have to do an autopsy, autopsy to find out what's wrong, what's wrong with your brain. Here's this quote. He says he has pl some plaque separation. That mm. shows that you've experienced some sort of TBI. And says when you have plaque uh, yeah, separation, it shows you've experienced some traumatic brain injury. Obviously, that traumatic injury for me would come from playing football. Not only that, they had some cells tacked onto that separated plaque that I needed to get under control. What does that mean, you think? I mean, extra cells I only know as being bad. Cancer. Cancer type stuff. Right. Still not out of the woods yet, but I'm hopeful. Wow. Well... At least he sees it, right? You know, and he he got a hold of it now. When did he stop playing? Uh, pretty recently, and he would also be in Columbus, which would be at Ohio State, where they have the, not only like the James Cancer place, but I think they're doing the the tests or some of the early tests on this. If oh, I remember correctly? You, okay. I think you even told me it was at Ohio State. Maybe not. I don't. I don't know. I talk too much. I forget <laughs> some of the shit I say. I really do. I've I've realized that um, when someone. Um, Asked me what podcast um, Eric Weinstein and uh, Heather Hying were on, and I had to think about it. It's like 1,080 something. And I thought about, like, how the fuck could I ever remember what I said if they were all one hour? A thousand different conversations plus fight companions. Yeah, this is, I think it is Ohio State. There's a thing, and this is on their medical, Wexner Center medical website. They have uh, advanced imaging and neurosensitive care and rehab services. That's right. We're talking rehab. brain trauma? Yeah, we're talking about that football player that um, just got tested and had plaque separation in his brain. How long did he play for, Jamie? Uh, so probably about seven years, I think. In the NFL. He's obviously the exception, though. You know, there's obviously a problem, but he's, he's definitely the exception. I wonder. You know, I mean, it's been around for so long. It's been around for so long. I think a lot of people just live with it, you know. And the thing is, um, what is that APOA3, APOE3, something that Rhonda Patrick was talking about, like a, a, a gene? gene, like some, somehow the way it expresses itself um, 
I'm, I know I'm butchering this for the science people going crazy, but the science people. It's more likely that you would get um, a traumatic brain injury if you have it or you do not have it. There's actually tests for Alzheimer's that. disease. Yeah, early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah, there's a test you can take to mm -hmm. see if you're more susceptible to CT than others. Yeah, here it is. It says there are three types of APOE genes called alleles. Alleles, APOE2, E3, and E4. Everyone has two copies of the gene in the combination that determines your APO genotype. Um, the E2 allele, I hope I'm not fucking that up, probably am. You might as well speak in fucking Hebrew. L-L-E-L-E, right? Is the rarest form of the APOE, and carrying some one copy appears to reduce the risk of developing Alzheimer's by up to 40%. Whoa. APOE3 is the most common allele and doesn't seem to influence risk. The APOE4 allele, I know I'm fucking that word up. Someone's screaming at their phone right now. Present in approximately 10 to 15% of people increases risk for Alzheimer's and lowers the age of onset. That's what I think they think is connected to traumatic brain injury. I think it was APOE4. Well, whatever gene I got, I've been knocked out so many times, I'm happy as fuck. Get that one. <laughs> whatever that is, get that one. I'm, it's made me so much happier. Well, aren't you happy though because your life is going great? Don't you think that's a factor? I think there's something there's something to be said for that that people don't look. Everybody knows that having good friends in your life, having a good relationship, having a family, and having a, a career that you're happy with, all those things make you feel good. It's one of the reasons happiness. why people strive for them. Don't you think that, that that has an impact on overall happiness? I think, you know, with, with football players and, and fighters, MMA, boxers, stuff like that, I think one of the advantages I have is I found my passion and I'm pursuing that. So I don't, you know, it, it keeps me happy and it keeps yeah. my brain where I have to be super creative. So it's keeping me sharp. I think a lot of athletes and soldiers, for that matter, they, they get done with this high stress, high you know risk job and they get put in the real world and they can't they can't find their lane and mm -hmm. it's oh it's ptsd or oh it's brain trauma it's ct now you're just depressed man because you went from being the superstar for doing this high level job to fit in with society now it's tough well i don't think it's no you're not i think it's both I uh, that's why i'm saying it, it, it's a yeah. factor because right. it's a factor but it's not it's there's a lot of physical factors 100 percent, joe i'm just guys saying been around blasts 100 100 yeah. that's a legit issue i'm just saying if if people are as fortunate as me to go through this sort of traumatic fighting career and then find a passion, your true passion, you'd be way better off. And I have no advice for that. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah. if you could find something you're into, it's definitely going to help you. I think for everything in life, you know, if you were a, a dentist, you didn't want to be a dentist anymore and you really wanted to make paintings. If you could, if you could really figure out a way to do that, you'd be happier. Like whatever that thing is. It's just really hard for some people to find a thing. And that's one of the things that I've talked to people that's about. They go, I, don't, I don't really know what I want to do with myself. And then they ask me for advice. I'm like, man, no one told me. It, it doesn't really work like that. Like, you got to figure that out. There's literally not a book you can read, no one you can talk to that's going to point you in the right direction. Here's the, th here's the best piece of advice. Take some action. Take some action. Do something. Keep if moving. that doesn't work, correct it. Find something else. But keep keep moving. Keep moving. When you're sitting at home going, what do I do? That's when it's a problem. And right. when you're texting your friends going, hey, got any advice for me? My advice for you is don't ask me for advice. Yeah. Don't you DM get, me. Don't yeah. DM me for advice. Get your shit together. Yeah. I don't do that to people. I don't call people up and say, hey, man, what should I do? I just do things. Correct. Just go do something. Agree. And it might not be the thing. You might say, oh, okay, well, now I know I don't want to do that. You can try something else. Yeah, don't be afraid to fuck up, though. I fuck up all the time. You got to go down. You got to take risks. You got to.
People are so scared. They want to be in that harbor. I want to stay safe. Keep me under the blanket. That's oh, normal. The cushions. Oh. That's normal. Which is weird because I take risks when it comes to my family, my friends. Even with Brian Ortega, I'm like, don't do this. Right. Don't do that. I'm super yeah. like, but with myself, I'm pretty reckless. But with them, I'm like, no, no, no. Wait, please wait. Yeah. Which is strange. What do you think of Stipe and, and DC? I, I think it's literally the greatest super fight the UFC's ever made. I'm so excited for it. It's an amazing fight. When you see how well DC handled Volkan Ozdemir, and you see what Stipe did to Francis, it almost like makes sense. While John is out, and Brock is busy throwing his piss into a microwave, <laughs> he's, he's got that same pump system that I use out there on my float tank. He pisses into that thing. <laughs> <laughs> they strain that bitch. And it, the, the, the reason why it's a super fight too is because how tough is this car, this fight to break down? Like, you, if someone's like, "I'm positive Stipe is going to win," you're like, "No, you're not." I'm positive DC is going to take him down. No, you're not. And the thing is, it's like, well, now DC's fighting a heavyweight. Yeah, he's undefeated at heavyweight. The motherfucking fight at heavyweight. He's actually one of the best heavyweights of all time. Imagine if one day we see Nowitzki, he's wearing all diamonds and shit. <laughs> Just balling out <laughs> and of Brock Lesnar, that was what I would do if I was Nowitzki. If the day Brock Lesnar gets in the UFC, I will show up in a full fur coat Me too. with a giant diamond-encrusted cross. Pimping, pimping, pimping. Diamonds on every finger. <laughs> Gucci sunglasses indoors. <laughs> and just sit there. Nobody told me how to dress. What's up, son? Just, <laughs> just, just sit there like he got We did paid. it. Another one. It was just sitting cage side. Imagine. If just like, that's the way to do it. So everybody knows. Like, super obvious. If you have to bet on it, Joe. John Jones, Brock Lesnar. The fight's happening, huh? Boy, I hope so. I hope so. I think it's happening. I, if I was Brock, I wouldn't take that fight. Really? No. Get a fight under your belt first. Nah, we don't, have, how pissed hot. we don't have time for that bullshit. There's no warm-ups as Brock Lesnar. You know Who are you going to fight warm-up? You know what's Francis. really hilarious? Francis. Oh, Jesus. What do you want to do to the poor man? I'm going to... Francis or Brock? Brock. If I'm Brock... Excuse me, sir? I'm blast doubling like I'm at fucking Minnesota U right Please. through that gentleman. Or... or in the first round, Francis is superhuman freak strong, and you got to wear him out before you could take him down. But you have to stay conscious long enough to wear him out before you take him down. And he's throwing nuclear Putin-style missiles Cameroon. at your fucking head. And when they land, you're going to see sparks that's going to remind you of Alistair Overeem, and you're going to go, holy fuck, if we're you going play that out game, here. If you play that you game, play if that I'm Brock Lesnar, I am blast up. I'm coming with a singlet on. I'm blast doubling through Francis. Brock is older. He's he'd be know. the best wrestler that uh, Francis ever faced. Who's that? Stephen? It'd be Brock. No, Bro Who? Brock's the best oh, wrestler. It would, I thought you say he beat the best. No, no, wrestler. I'm saying it'd be the best oh. wrestler that Francis ever fought. Oh and yeah, that's a problem. Oh yeah, for sure. He's also ginormous. Right, but he doesn't have the stand-up acumen that Stipe does. Like Brock is just not as good in the stand-up. We don't need any of that, sir. You definitely need a little. Nah. You're gonna need a little. Nah. Look what Alistair did. Alistair kept him off. Remember that? For a hot second. Then Alistair wanted to play the Rock'em Sock'em Robots and got flatlined. No, no. When Alistair beat up Brock. Oh, sorry, we're, oh God, we're talking about two different animals, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, sir. That, you, that, how dare you? Talk about Uberim? I'm talking about the Uberim. Bro, don't we? It was a moment in time, when right? When you and I get together, we're just fucking, <laughs> my mouth salivates when we talk about Uberim. It was a moment in time, a special moment. He was the scariest man on earth. Yeah, there was. He was. It was a weird moment. It was like, wait a minute, what? This is real. How is that guy that this, big? <laughs> I was fighting then to it. 
God, I feel like this is a bad idea. Well, not only I that, need to call his doctor. He had already won the K1 Grand Prix. He won the Strike Force title. Oh my he's God. smashed Brett Rogers. I mean, he was he was just beating the fuck out of people, man. Brock was like, "What? It's a terrible world fight am for I Brock. Doing? The awful fight. A man with takedown defense mm -hmm. and world class striking, wicked striking. Like it was a different kind of striking. And it's like much more technical. Fucking juice city. Like we're in fucking pumping iron. Ooh, like you're in fucking what's the juice place? Jamba Juice. Jamba Juice. <laughs> like it's a fucking Jamba Juice. <laughs> <laughs> but. He doesn't punch as hard as Francis. That's Ubering. Back Je then he did. Jesus, Louises. No, I don't think so. I I don't know, man. He punched He's more very, technical, very hard, much more technical. But I think Francis has got some new things. Uh, he has some power. He has the, some big yeah, hands. new levels. There's yeah. new, there's, the way Francis punches you is like it's a different level. No, Francis is a complete nightmare. However, Brock Lesnar be an awful matchup for him. True, it's true, but. I feel like you got two giant money makers there. That's what I'm that's, saying. I don't know we if you do that right away. Not. We try to make money or not. Yeah, but if Brock loses, that's a wrap. Like if he loses to Francis, he loses in a most terrifying well, it's way. It's not like he's going on a ten year run here. We're just no, trying to no. get our money. Whoa, look at before and after. That's crazy. Jesus Christ. Two thousand nine to two thousand sixteen. Whoa, that's amazing. Testosterone is real, people. Uh, that's more real. testosterone. That's that that's, that's yeah, that jamba But not shit. having it's real too. For is, sure. Yeah. Tough mentally, too. Yeah, there's not much you can do either. The other thing about it is, like, once your body doesn't produce it anymore and you're in your late 30s like that and you've been juicing for a long time. There's, like, Clomid and stuff that tries mm -hmm. to... Or H HCT or HTC. Mm -hmm. What's is that a, that's a cell phone. Either way. HCG or something like whatever that. Whatever it is. But it's supposed to boost your testosterone naturally, but never to the levels when you're injecting that Jamba juice. No, not only that, though, you can't take that stuff. It's not in the UFC. Right. It's illegal. I'm just saying when, yeah, that's true. I guess when he retires, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Yeah, when he retires. Or goes to Ryzen. Can you imagine? If the UFC lets him out of the contract, and then all of a sudden he disappears for like eight months, and just we hear, <laughs> just locked in the house Uber with horse, horse meat. Bad. Just, just filet of horse all day. He's eating that Canelo meat. And goes back to deadlifting and hanging out with power lifters. Steps out of the fucking house in Holland six months later. Dick tied around his 297. Leg. Yes. Yeah. I want that journey for him. <laughs> I want that because I want on board of that train. It's only one way it can happen. Dude, how about Canelo testing hot for fucking... Mm, Clembrutrol. And they're saying it's in the meat in yep. Mexico. And it is. It's a small trace amount. And everyone's like, oh, the fight's off. Trust me, it's boxing. That fight is not off. No, There's way not. too much money involved. That is a real fact, though, is that one particular substance he tested positive for exists in meat. Clembuterol, yeah, and also yeah. It's, it's not like a straight steroid. It's, it's you know, guys use it to cut weight, stuff like that. And it's such a small trace amount, they're going to be fine. Yeah. That's such a great fight, Triple G Canelo, man. It's a very good fight. And it's, it's going to be better than the first one. Cinco de Mayo. Why do you think it's going to be better? Because uh, I, I, I think... Triple G didn't fight like himself. He wasn't. He has that Mexican style. He's a little reserved, and then you know Canelo was moving too much. I think now that they're gonna break, we're getting like the real fight now. Hmm. I, don't, I don't think the judges fucked this one up. You never know though. It's shady. I fucking about, loved the first fight. I loved it. I, thought I it loved amazing. it too. I thought Triple G won it going away though. I really thought he won. Me too. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people thought that was a poor draw. That's why I think you know Triple G coming off you know that draw now. There's a lot more hype with it. everyone's going to tune in. The ratings are going to be better. Yeah. But boxing judges, you know, they're crooked. MMA is nowhere near as bad. But boxing, well, like, did you did you see the Wilder Ortiz fight? 
No. I thought for sure Wilder was losing on the cards. I'm like, he's going to have to get a finish. But on the actual scorecards, they had Wilder winning, which obviously they want Wilder to win. Right. Which was, I thought was, I was like, I didn't. And I'm a Wilder dick rider. I'm like, he's well, not winning that fight. I think MMA might be worse, and they're the same exact judges. Same That's judges. A bad idea, There's yeah. a lot of the same yeah. judges that judge MMA that also, or judge boxing, that also judge MMA, and they don't even know what MMA is. How about, how about you in DC trying to walk that tightrope of not clowning? What's her name? Adeline Bird or whatever? <laughs> Adeline Bird. She's a very nice lady. <laughs> but as you said, so is my mom. I don't want her fucking. That's exactly what I've meant. Judging. That's fun. exactly what I said. So funny. You in DC yeah. just trying to balance that. Mm -hmm. She has no business being in that. In that. No, she's no a business. very nice lady, but yeah, she's made some bad decisions. And she also was a she's part. Balling, though. She was also a part of the Canelo Alvarez Triple G decision. That's the problem. Yeah. She's balling. Yeah, and she was on the wrong side of a couple of decisions that night. There were some there were some bad ones, man. Super suspect, some, too. Some that were like, what? How did he win every round? What? Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, some that, some that literally didn't make any the, sense. You're talking about in the UFC? Yeah, this past weekend. There was a lot of bad decisions. There's some bad ones, yeah. But there was, like, a, a couple of split decisions that I was like, what in the actual fuck is this? And the weight screws over the fighter. They have no, like, the repercussions is such a shitty deal. Yep. Yeah, they lose half their money. Hell yeah. They you lose just half cost their me money. half my money because you don't know what's going on. And literally, you, there's no recourse. And if it's a bad decision and there's three people... And one person just has literally no idea what they're doing, and they give it to the wrong person. It's awful, man. It's fucking terrible, and it's unnecessary. Here's the thing. It's unnecessary. There's way better methods. And one of the most better methods is, one of the better methods is, hire someone who is an actual martial arts expert, like a Matt Hume or something like that. Someone to score. Like, oh, you can, I'm sure there's a lot of those guys that would do it. A lot of trainers out there that would do it. I think you, I agree. You need to have someone who specializes in mixed martial arts, who's been around the game. I don't, they don't need to be cage side because cage side, you can't see everything. And you're also True. swayed by the crowd. They True. need to be in an undisclosed location and they're watching what we see and judging the fight from an MMA fighter's perspective. I think that's a good point. And I also think they should be able to see all the replays. Yes. They should see all the fight stats. They get everything. Get everything. Copy strikes and yep. then decide. Yep. yep. But what you're doing I now agree. is so old school. The only thing that I would disagree with, I don't think they should hear the commentary. Because I think the commentary can sway That's them. what I'm saying. No, yeah. commentary, no commentary, no crowd noise. Yeah. You have three expert MMA analysts yeah. watching going, this who's winning. Because you're going to, they know the ground game. Mm -hmm. You know, for that, for Tony first and Khabib, let's say Khabib takes Tony down. And they think, oh, he has a huge advantage. And then Tony's just whooping his ass from his back, elbows, right. submission game, stand back up, getting taken down. But on right. the ground, could be constantly under threat. Yeah. How are you going to judge that? How are, yeah, you got to know what you're looking at. I also think three is too small. I think it should be ten people. Ten oh, people. a lot of people who, who are qualified. Have though. them call in. It's a real shit show. Call have, in. Do it, all, do, do it all with uh, the internet. You don't even have to be in the building. Jesus why Christ, why even bro. have to be there? Ten, though? Yeah, ten people. It's hard enough with three more. Yeah, but if there's two... That are smart and one that's bad, you got a shitty split decision and everybody feels weird about it. Like, what would have happened if there was three more on there? So, can we say five? Ten. Ten. Ten, you're going to get the right decision almost every time. Because a few people are going to disagree, but most people are going to see it that the way. The majority is going to yeah. see it this way and agree. And yeah. if it's five to five, you got a fucking draw on your hands, and that's rare. I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad at that. And I think sometimes a fight should be a fucking draw. I don't have a problem with the draw. Sometimes I watch it go, man, that's too close to call. Don't fuck over someone getting half their pay. Yeah. If there's a draw, they both get their win. Exactly. Pay. That's how we should do exactly. it. Exactly. One guy moves on and the other guy doesn't just arbitrarily. So weird. It doesn't make any sense. Or you get a draw and they have to, in their contract, they rematch on whatever card they're ready to go again. You I do get, it again. I got a cow on the fucking address here. I'm sure he's oh, texting you fucked me. Up. There it is. You know, oh, he said he found it. 75 minutes away. He said he found it. He says he's close. Is he? But I don't believe that. 
He might be. He could be. Brian Callen. Brian the Kid <laughs> Callen. So what else is going on? Um, the, UFC wise, what's happening? What other what other big fights are there? Oh, um, dude, when Yoel Romero comes in and talks to uh, Joey Diaz and me, he's getting ready to fight Whitaker. They're gonna he's he's gonna fight for the title, even though he didn't make weight in the Rockhold fight. That's short notice. I don't yeah. hold that against him though, right. especially with his body type. God, he looked good good against Rockhold, huh? Dude, dude, Rockhold said he was like made out of metal. Said the guy was just ridiculously strong. Tough fight for Rockhold for anybody. For anyone, unless for anyone. you're Robert Whitaker, but yeah. Yeah, and Whitaker with healthy needs, man. It's gonna, Whitaker's it's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah, he's going to be tough to beat for a long time. But if someone could do it, it could be Yoel. He, yeah. Yoel is not young. 40 years old, son. Every bit of it. Yeah, who knows? Those Cuban birth certificates. You have no idea. That's what I was saying with Ortiz. They said, oh, he's 38. I went, bullshit. That's the most shot-out 38-year-old I've ever seen. That man has 400 amateur fights in Cuba. There's no way he's 38. <laughs> Motherfucker's 48. You think so? He's not 38. There's no way. You see him up close, I'm like, what the fuck? Did you see him up close? Yeah. I was at the press, uh, the uh, the Wayans, all that stuff for Showtime. Did you see the fight live, or did you see it on TV? No, I flew back. Uh, I was supposed to work it, but I flew back. I watched um, Kovalev beat up his friend. <laughs> Beat the piss out of his friend. It was like his friend. Yeah. It was like the guy was fighting him like he was his friend, and Kovalev was fighting him like some guy fucked his girlfriend yeah, in the ass. Kovalev <laughs> killed a guy. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't seem He's to bother He's a bad him. motherfucker. He's a super bad motherfucker. But now with that Wilder-Ortiz fight, which was it kind of did what I think for Wilder, what jo uh, Anthony Joshua with, against Klitschko, where now everyone's talking about him. So now, before, we didn't think we'd get Anthony Joshua Wilder, but I think it forces Joshua's hand to fight Wilder. But before mm. it wasn't going to happen, which that's the fight, man. Why wasn't it going to happen before? Because Anthony, well, so Anthony Joshua has to get through Joseph Parker first, right? Early next month, which is a beast. Joseph Parker's a nightmare from New Zealand, I right? Think Twenty and oh, you know, yeah, uh, world champion, no punks. So he has to get by that, and then he's going to take like one or two more fights before he fought Wilder. Now he can't do that because Wilder just won by emphatic knockout. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Obviously, yeah. I'm most talked about box right now. You have to take this fight. Why do they put fights like that off? Like why do they say we'll take a couple That's more boxing. fights? That's boxing. Well, it, listen, if as a business, if you're if you're Anthony Joshua's man, just like, all right, do we fight Dante Wilder who's 40 and 0, 39 knockouts? It's a nightmare of a fight for anybody, which we were probably favored still to fight. Or do we fight this guy, this guy and get paid and then fight Wilder? Hmm. You know but things can go wrong. Like, uh, exactly with Especially Joseph Parker. Joseph Parker's no joke. Not at all. No. But yeah, things could go wrong. But that, that's their. I, I'm assuming that's their way of thinking. You know. When but I, it's scary. I I was jumping around. Obviously, being around these guys. You know, I get close with guys. I know Wilder, and I I wanted to win so bad just because it's good for the sport. It's not knocking Ortiz. Ortiz is an amazing fighter, but. Wilder, he checks all the boxes, man. He can yeah. he can sell tickets. He's American. Right. He's you know he, he talks has, a lot of shit. He has a great story. He started boxing because his, his uh, daughter was born with a spinal issue and couldn't walk. And he just has these great stories. And you want you root for that Dress guy. Dress as well. Dress as well. Dime piece. Yeah, <laughs> knockout artist. But him and Josh was the fight, man. Yeah. He has won his last couple of fights pretty spectacularly too. People are so funny. They get so fight. mad. They get so mad at me. They go, "Are you? Oh, oh my God! Oh, you're such a homer. You you love Wild. I'm like, well, I like Joshua too. Where they're like, you used to root for Joshua. I like both of them, man. You can't respond to those people. I don't respond. But you can't even right now. You're responding. Well, it's my, it's my job. You know, we do that sort thing, of. kind of. Yeah. You know, I like both of those guys, man. You I love both of them. You can like both of them. Yeah. Like this one, uh, Ferguson, Tony Ferguson got mad that I put uh, Khabib's hat on. 
Hey, Tony, He's like, bro, on, I thought we were tall 10th planet. I'm like, look, hey, bro, I'm wearing the hat. The guy gives me the hat, I'm wearing it. I like Khabib, I like Tony. Yeah. I like Ortega, I like Frankie Edgar. I want to see you guys fight. I think it would be awesome. You're gonna, you're, oh, there's going to be animosity, no, no doubt. If someone doesn't make weight or get hurt in that oh. fight, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, every day when I check Tony's Instagram or check Khabib's, I'm like, please. Just be cool, bro. Please, no injuries. Just be please, cool. no injuries. Everybody keep it together. Don't Just do get anything there. crazy. Just get there. We're not even a month away. Not even a month away. <sighs> yeah. That's a fight. Yeah, what is the date? It's March 6th. It's April. a month and a day. Four, <gasps> four weeks. A month and a day. Good googly moogly. For, for that, fi that fight <clears throat> is by far my favorite. The fight has to happen. Has to Ferguson. happen. Khabib, and happen. then Stipe, DC. Those are my two fights where I'm just, I'm Look literally like a schoolboy. fucking card. Chiesa versus Pettis. I forgot about that. Al Iaquinta versus Paul Felder. Are you fucking shitting fight. me? Dude. Joanna. Dude. Rose. You got Joe Lowe's on. Joanna and Rose. Oh, my goodness. God damn. Oh Evan Dunham's goodness. still doing the damn thing, and they gave him that monster. Yeah, Tysimov. Well, they couldn't Ain't get no Mar one trying to fight Tys. They Ugh. couldn't get Marabek Tysimov uh, a good fight for a long time. He's very, very People are terrified of that gentleman. Yeah, and he's having a real hard time getting matchups. But Evan Dunham doesn't give a fuck. Bet you anything, your boy Connor's there because his boy uh, Artem Lobov's fighting, and right. Ferguson Khabib makes sense. Yeah, Lobov's fighting Caceres. That should be fun. I'm a Lobov fan, man. It's a tough, dude. Salty record at fourteen fourteen, but that's life. Yeah, he's um. It's interesting because there's two schools of thought with him and Connor, is that you know that he's strong and he's powerful and you know he's he's a good sparring partner for Connor. But I've also heard people say no, Connor likes him because Connor can fuck him up, and Connor spars he's just him and so just goddamn him tough. Up. Yeah, he's so goddamn tough. Like having a really tough sparring partner is probably a great idea. You, you get know? both. Yeah, he's not exactly a technician, but he's yeah. Artem's so damn tough. Hits hard too. He hits hard. He's a, you got to watch your P's and Q's at all yeah. times. He, I'm sure he's a great training partner. But and he's, he's loyal too. He's not yeah. going to hurt you. That's right, super right, important. Right. Oh yeah, especially now in Connor's life, that's got to be real important. You know, I mean, how many people are just constantly trying to like get the best of him and sparring? Oh, no hashtag no new friends. There's no new guy sparring with him. I was um, looking at this uh, this dude. Uh, Katoru on K1 here. I'm, I'm going to send it to you, Jamie. This dude's, they were, they were doing the exact kind of sparring that I fucking hate to see anyone do, where they were literally just going after Trying to knock each, each other, other out. And then um, Kataru connected with a giant bomb. And knocked him out? Yes, he did. It was awful. That's that old school fighting, man. I'm going to send this to you, Jamie. Hang on a second. Super old school fighting. Well, it's just, it's unfortunate when people choose to train like this because th this is a real knockout that this guy suffered, and it wasn't a, an accident. Like, this guy was teeing off on him trying to knock him out. I just sent it to you in a text message. It's not like the guy was knocked out because, um, you know, he just got caught with a freak punch no, or a freak elbow on sparring. Watch this shit. Look at those guys in the back. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, they're playing for keeps. And then walks away. Like he doesn't give a fuck. That's so weird, man. KO'd that You don't dude. get look anything out of it. Look at this. That guy doesn't look very good who he's fighting. No. Either. No, he doesn't. And, I mean, he is swinging from the hips. Oh, that dude's, K like, KO'd. Yeah, he's flatlined. Yeah. That's, how do you say his last name? That's that. You're talking to me? I'm the worst to ask that. How do you, how do you think you'd say it? K1 to Katera! 
K1 Takeru. Takeru. K1 T-A-K-E-R-U. Takeru. Yeah, you don't want to say and, it. and then he posted that? Yep. It's awful, right? No, it's just a tool move. It's awful. Well, it's just, I mean, maybe it wasn't him sparring. I don't know who was uh, getting KO'd like that. But that should be an example of just what not to do. Or are you, what is this are you Vanderlei translation? Silva from Shootbox back in fucking 97? What are you doing? Does it show the translation? Eh, who cares? Either way. Either way, that, don't post that. That's how it used to be. That's how guys used to spar. God, back in the day, like, for sure, educate yourself. I know. That's why when you see something like that today, like... It's hard to see now. That's not... It's not smart. It's not good for you. And it's not a good way to train. You're not learning from that. You're also going to break all your toys so people go, oh, you fight like that? No, we're yeah, good, man. Right. We're good. Or you have to be a guy who can hang in there in that gym and do that. But all of you are going to take unnecessary damage. Can you do it? Yeah, you can do it. That's how we used to do it. Everyone yeah, used to do that. You can do it. But is that smart to do it? Definitely not. No, That's not no. the right way to do it. Especially at his level. We know you're tough, man. You don't yeah. need to knock guys out or He's get knocked out. He's fighting in K1. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Did you watch uh, Glory this past weekend? I'm, I'm not huge into Glory, Joe. It's not, I watch all you. combat sports. Who are you? I know. I know. You don't like kickboxing? It's all right to me. I, do, I enjoy it. I appreciate the art, stuff like that. But I, I was I was really into K1 when it was in its prime. But with glory, I can't, it's hard for me to get into glory. And there's some amazing guys in there. I'm just, I only have so much time on my hands where glory's not That's priority. True. Yeah, I don't know. To me, I like it better than boxing. To me, how uh, dare you? I'm sorry. I do, it's like I don't even know you. Being honest. I appreciate it. A real it. good glory fight to me is more interesting than a real good boxing You're match. Fucking crazy. I like kicks. You're crazy. I like knees. I like Muay Thai even more. More than boxing. Yep. A good boxing match. Yeah. You'd, you'd rather watch that than Canelo Triple G. You got your goddamn Well, mind. that's an exceptional once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> match. You know. That but, Wild Ortiz fight, man, one of the best I've ever seen. But, like, say if it was, like, Buakau versus Sanchai. Yeah. I would be just as excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, those two levels. Like yeah. That level. Yeah. Like that is, Not so extreme. That's a crazy fight. Yeah. You'd want to see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just the, again, I, I can appreciate when there's a good fight. I, I'm, I'm down, but I don't. I'm not going to shut down my night and order pizza and watch a Glory. Mm, damn, I, I will. I will for sure. But yeah, but um, I don't miss. Which is weird. Which I, I I don't miss any MMA, UFC, Bellator. I don't miss any boxing. There's so that. You, I shut everything down. Did you get excited about the Kovalev fight, or was but, it just like? No, I, I get excited about it anytime. Yeah, super excited about it. Yeah. Like this past weekend, I was so I was just so happy because I knew I had I had freaking Showtime boxing on with Wilder for Ortiz, which is a great fight, and then you also had UFC 222. So when you can and that ended before the co-main event, so I get to see all of it. That makes my weekend, man. Did you see that dude uh, Alexander Hernandez starch Benil Dariush? God, did he ever! Dariush has hit a rough patch. How about your boy Hector? Kakush. Yeah, Hector Lombard, that wasn't good. Where are you at on that? Cheap shot. Cheap shot, you think? Yeah. You don't think it was a natural the reaction first punch combo? you can get away with. I agree. The second punch, he knows the bell's already rung. Yep, the first one, I, I said, all right, you're, you're in motion. Yeah. But that's, that second one that knocked him out, that's yeah. where I got to draw the line. Yeah. It's I don't clear... think he's a bad guy, but it's also a natural counter to kick like that, mm -hmm. to throw that straight right or the left hook. So yeah. maybe there's that, but you can't have the fight carry on. Well, he definitely naturally fired back, but he knew in his head that the bell had rung, and he fired back anyway. I mean, that's what, it, that's what happened. Why did he do it? I don't know. But here's the thing. We can't speculate. We don't know. No one knows it was on purpose. All you know is the bell rings. Rules rang. are rules. The rule's real clear. The bell rings, the dude throws a punch, and then another punch after the bell. 
100% foul. There's yeah. no gray area. Like, that they're going to appeal that, to me, is crazy. And Hector was saying something like, the guy was talking, he was fine. Just no, go, he was saying, what happen. happened? Where am I? Yeah. That's he, what CB Dollar was saying. Yeah. He said it over. I kept saying that he was saying, I was letting everybody know because he was saying it over and over again. And we all know what that is. We've all seen that. When a guy gets knocked out and just keeps saying, what happened? What it's happened? It's a nightmare. It happens so often. Yes. It's, that is what always happens when people get KO'd. So they go, oh, shit, what happened? Because you, you don't remember anything. And you tell them, and then five minutes later, what happened? And then you tell them, why am I here? What happened? And like, they forget over and over again all night. you got to stay up with Hector's them. in a tough spot because he's lost five in a row now. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm not sure what they're going to do with him. Well, I mean, I would imagine if CB wants to do a rematch, they would do a rematch. Because there'd be some interest in that fight. Because either one of those guys is not generating a ton of interest. Correct. Right? Hector's lost a lot of, fi a lot of fights. CB's, CB's lost, lost two? Um, he got knocked out by Marquardt. Remember that? Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. And uh, that was, it seemed to me like one of those fights where he thought Marquardt was done. Well, you know? The last thing to go. You yeah. know, Nate retired. Yeah. Yeah. Officially Good. retired, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad he me retired. Too. But there's a thing that happens to fighters where, you know, they just can't take a shot anymore. They've just been doing it too long. It's just a fact. And so guys go after him. But the last thing to go with a guy like Nate is power. Yeah, it's so terrible. He, he knocks out CB after CB, um, you know, CB came back. And who did he beat? I thought CB won two in a row. And they, they got Hector, or did he lose it one in a decision? But well, I'm pretty sure after Nate, he, he won one. Well, you know, he got fucked up in an elevator accident. He's in a lawsuit with the UFC over it. Yeah, he's like permanently fucked up. Is he? Is that accident. bad? What happened? Yeah. He was on an elevator and it just dropped. The elevator just dropped and slammed onto the bottom. I'm sorry, how's that the UFC's problem? It's. I don't think he's in a lawsuit with the UFC. Is he not? Am I crazy? He's a lawsuit, I think, with the hotel. I thought it was with the UFC. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't make sense with the elevator. Then I, then I, I have misinformation. Because yeah. it wouldn't make sense coming after the UFC if it was a ho hotel. Oh, elevator. you didn't know that it was the the elevator accident? I knew it was the elevator. So, yeah, it doesn't make sense if they'd come after the UFC. No. He would come after the UFC. That's what I heard. But it, apparently there was quite a few people in that elevator, and when he dropped, um, a lot of them got fucked up. Damn. I think there was like more than three or four people in the elevator, but he got fucked up bad. Was it a Steve Wynn hotel or what? I don't know. I don't know who owned it. I don't know where it was. I do not remember. That's such a shame. Hope Jamie, you looking it up? paid out the ass for that, though. Yeah, but he did go and fight again. So they would probably be arguing, like, hey, you're still professional. That's what I was going to say, because he's in that lawsuit, and then you fight this weekend. The courtroom's mm -hmm. going to be like, hold up. You're saying your yeah. back's an issue, and they fought Hector Lombard? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Right? The best argument would be to not fight until the lawsuit's settled. Oh, and yeah, then wait. shoot some stem cells in there down in Panama. Yeah, it's not like we're dying to see you versus Van Hector Halen on the, on the headphones. Yeah, Panama. So. There's a Wyndham Hotel in Cleveland. Ah, there oh, it is. Wyndham's. Don't stay at Wyndham's. Yeah, or do. So they'll uh, sue the shit out of those people. We'll see what happens. But yeah, the, the old elevator apparently was getting funky on people before, and uh, people were still riding it. <laughs> don't don't more people die in elevators because when they, they they're like talking to their friend they assume the elevator's there and they walk and the elevator's not there and they go down more people die like that than really than you would imagine yeah why the, the elevator door, doesn't why come the door up open because door because uh, it think you know oh, something's wrong it goes ding and they're like yeah we, oh here no. I go and they fall to their yeah, death it's a bad one Boy, so always look if the elevators there yeah it's a way to, that's a fucked up way to end it shitty deal <sighs> you don't want to go out like that no I'd heard a story about a dude who got trapped in an elevator and the elevator went up and he was trapped in the door and the elevator went up and just sheared him in half. Oh yeah, I saw that in Final Destination too. 
Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. yeah I made it up. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was real. That'd be a terrible way to go. Oh, awful. What's well, like that actor who's in Star Trek and he was in Alpha Dog? He was uh, he lived right up here, man, in Hollywood, Hollywood Hills. He lives on a on a incline, and he was getting out of his jeep to, to to close the garage door, and he didn't put the the jeep in park, and it rolled up, killed him, rolled over him, killed him, <sighs> trapped him against the garage door. Fuck. Young actor too, phenomenal actor. Fuck. Wow. Back straddling the elevator, one leg in the elevator, one leg in the second floor. He was helping the occupants get off the elevator when all of a sudden it shot upwards, beheading him. That's it. His body fell into the second floor lobby. His head fall onto the lo floor of the elevator. His head and the two remaining passengers in the elevator shot up to the ninth floor. One of the passengers described the scene. I can't get it out of my mind. The head was there, the bo but the body wasn't. He still had the Walkman earphones on his head. Holy shit. There have been many problems with the elevator, and the service repairman was at the building that day to work on it. The elevator had been inspected November 1st, 1994, and passed the inspection. That's Ooh. some dark shit. That's a way to go, baby. Not good. Painless, though. I guess, but you would be awake for a couple seconds. Yeah, don't they say once you, like a chicken, right? That doesn't make sense to me, though, because how come you're not awake when you get choked out? Right? Mm. Well, because when you, when you get decapitated right everything's still firing some of the energy's still up there firing so you can see maybe i heard about that chicken that didn't have any head lived for 18 months without a noggin after farming a failed attempt at slaughter axed off the head but missed the jugular vein you know, we, we really huh? we really don't know right when people lose their heads chickens are fucking dinosaurs man they're straight I've up dinosaurs said that many many too many times but that kind of shit is what you need to see. Just realize this is not this is not a person. Although a pterodactyl's not a dinosaur, it's so strange to me. I know. I think pterodactyls might have had feathers. They don't know. They're thinking now that uh, a lot of dinosaurs had feathers. But when you think about what a pterodactyl is, we always assume it had like bat wings. But now that they think that dinosaurs have feathers, I wonder if they giant bird. Yeah, I wonder if they've decided to look into that. And uh, look at it as a possibility. You ever see? You ever see that giant picture that it's the T Rex covered in feathers? Yeah. Get that shit out of my face. They might, didn't look like that, bitch. <laughs> they might have. No, that no T Rex covered did. in raptors covered in they feathers think raptors like that. Had feathers. They look pretty dope too, man. You seen the have you seen the pictures, Jamie? That bullshit T Rex covered in feathers. Yeah. That one's furry. It looks Whoa. cute. Like a big old yeah, hamster. That one looks cool. Yeah. See um, that one? We, we showed it before. That's it's at here. Bozeman, Bozeman Science Museum or some shit in Bozeman, Montana. Pretty cool place. And they have uh, a replica of what they think a raptor could have looked like if it was covered in feathers. Because they think it's very possible that that's what those things looked like. Remember, Jamie, there was, it was on the floor. There was a, an actual model. We pulled up the image before. I mean, it's some, if you go to images, it's some science shit okay. for the feathers, but yeah, that's what they think because um, they found some that have feathers. They know that they've got some fossils that have like very clear indentations where feathers must have been. Well, then everything I grew up on with dinosaurs is wrong. Well, they think that's true anyway. They used to think the T. Rex was a predator, and now they think it's a scavenger. I they thought you were vegetarian. <laughs> no, they think he just waddled around, and just crush. Like that's why the teeth are so big to crush dead animals that are just laying around. That's it right there. That's what they think that thing looks like, which is kind of even more nightmarish. Yeah, it's more freaky. Big old my, feathered fucking lizard that runs and guts you with its claws. My brain's trying to analyze it. It doesn't really work. 
Well, because how we know dinosaurs, you yeah, know. Yeah, but what I'm think of an eagle, man. I mean, eagle is a lot like a fucking dinosaur. It just it has a hatchet for a head that instead beak. of instead of teeth. Yeah. I mean, but you look at an ostrich, you look at their legs and shit, you can see dinosaur in it. 100%. Feet. Yeah, but nobody has teeth like that. There's not a single bird that has, like, leopard seal-type teeth, you know? God, leopard seal. Un Underappreciated animal. That thing's oh, mean as fuck. One of the coolest animals of all we're time. We're in La Jolla, and uh, we w were on these scooters and went down, and there's all these leopard seals, and there's some people taking pictures and some Asian dude walked up got nose to nose with this thing I told my brother go get your camera out because that thing is a f will rip his face off and this is gonna be awesome oh my god so they're big. fucking killers man they're so big they're leopard too. you know what I'm saying like they're, yeah. they're leopard seals for for a reason man you know I didn't even know they were a real thing until I watched that March of the Penguins movie I went, what? You know they're real I didn't I didn't know what a fucking leopard seal was I never heard of it yeah, they're gangster yeah. I think I'm scared because since a kid I was in Mexico and there's one going up in the water. And I thought, oh, cute. Look, that's like the ones I see on cartoons. And my dad's friend who's in the Navy was like, do not go in the water. Those things are mean as fuck. Yeah. I was like, really? He's like, yes. They're out there fucking killing shit right now. Yeah, they've eaten people before. There's one of them. Look at a poor penguin getting Some, his head Some uh, scientist, actually, a, a female scientist in a rare attack got killed, I want to say about 10 years ago. Those things are gangster, They're man. They're pretty stunned. Because they have giant mouths and huge teeth. The but look, like with his mouth closed there, looks so fucking cute. Like, hey, buddy. That's what that Asian Hi. dude was doing. Nose to nose with his Hi, fucking buddy. thing. Hi, buddy. Now, get me a picture of his teeth, like right above with his mouth open. Go large on that. That's not even a good one. That thing looks like a tremor. Yeah, right there. Oh, Jesus Christ. They look like tremors. Look at that, man. I mean, that is that doesn't look like a real thing. That looks like a fake animal. It looks like it, the movie Tremor, yeah. that shitty CGI Tremor. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, there was earthquakes because yeah. there was worms living out of the ground. <laughs> Those things, that movie's uh, awesome. Shout out to Kevin Bacon. I was thinking this about the Oscars. Like, go to that one on the lower left. Look at these fucking teeth. Jesus See, he looks Christ. friendly to me. I would kick it Look at those him. teeth, bro. I would share a fish taco He's with like, that guy. I'd be really happy to eat your asshole. Hello. <laughs> 100%. I want to take a bite out of your dick. 100%, Love. man. They're fucking killers. Yeah. What were you going to say about the Oscars, though? Oh, I was thinking. Speaking of killers. <laughs> No, I was thinking like, when are we? No one, it's no one can possibly see all the movies because we keep adding to the library every week. New movies come out. They don't take movies away. No, just, you have to hit a certain period where they're going to preview that movie, so you're up for the awards. That's not what I mean. I don't care about the Oscars. I don't care about the awards. I'm oh, just saying the Oscars. number of movies that we produce as the human race is fucking crazy, and it's never ending. Yes. Like every year they put out more and movies don't go away. So they just, the, the database is just stacking and stacking and stacking. It's tough to follow. And it's only been happening for a hundred years. Yeah. I mean, and that was silent in the beginning, mm -hmm. right? So there's been a hundred years of these movies just stacking up. And all the premises, like if you think about premises, like, oh, the robots get smart and they want to kill the people. Okay. Oh, the monkeys get smart and they want to kill the people. Okay. Like there's all these premises that just go, oh, there's worms. They live on the ground. They cause earthquakes. I like it. Great movie. Like there's so many Great of movie. these. I'm in immediately. So many, like, like it must be so hard to come up with an original premise for a movie. There's so many fucking movies. Like you think it's hard to come up with a new joke? Or a new premise for a joke? Well, the, why do you think movies, why do you think you get like a recreation of Jumanji yeah. and Rocky and Predator? Like they're running out of ideas. Oh, How yeah. many buddy-buddy movies can we see? Can we put The Rock, Kevin Hart in so many goddamn movies? Right. It's just this regurgitation of all the same shit we've already seen. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's there's so many movies. There's so oh, many it, movies. Yet there's not that many paid actors, is there? Like it's a struggle city. Less than one percent make a living acting, but there's a jajillion movies. Is it less than 1%? one percent? Less less than one percent make a living. Really making movies of all actors. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Like a quality living of all the actors, less than one percent. That's pretty crazy. Crazy. Think how many comics make a legit living. Think how many comics are. The difference being that. For a comic, it's more up to them. Correct. It's more up to them to go. And you're a good piece of proof of that. Obviously, you have the boost of being famous from the UFC and then being famous from your podcast. Those two, two things helped you as a boost. But also the hustling. Yeah. And that's the thing that, like, an actor can hustle, but you have to be hired. You got to be hired to do something. And there's a million moving pieces. A million moving a million. pieces. You got to track well. Yeah. You got to test well. People yeah. have to like you. You got to be right for the royal. You could just go up on a showcase night and do like 15 minutes and kill, and you're in the money. You yeah. Know? Acting's a motherfucker. A hard gig to get good at, too. You know? Acting? Yeah, I think. Oh, my like, God. To get good at like Daniel Day Lewis style. I was I, watching There Will Be Blood the other day, oh, and I was just thinking, like, this guy's like. The butcher He's putting out so many yeah ooh in New York what is that gangs of New, Gangs York? In New yeah. York but I forgot how good there will be blood was um, I watched it the other day in a hotel and uh, I was uh, near where it happened because I was doing gigs in Fresno and Bakersfield and uh, I didn't know that but that Tehachapi Mountains that's where there will be bloods all about that's where they were drilling for oil mm -hmm. that's right over there amazing movie dude I think it's funny that sometimes. Fighters, whoever athletes go, I'm, I'm gonna go to Hollywood again to act. And like, man, you need to sit in on a class, or you, you need to watch someone do like a dramatic role and see if it's for you, man. I mean, you're talking about yeah. it's a legit craft, man. Some people are just good at they, this. There's a thing that they're doing where you're you you're compelled by their words, you're yep. compelled by what they're doing. And it's not easy a real to gift. Yeah, you know, it's not easy to achieve that spot. Not a lot of guys do it. No, it's a true art. That that's why it's so tough to get casted in those roles in TV and movies. There's yeah. a reason why it's so goddamn tough. I've been watching that Viking show. You watch that Viking show? No, it, that's on history, right? All in, baby. Yeah, you get it, it on Apple. I got it on iTunes. It's fucking good, man. It's a good show, and it keeps getting better. And they're really good actors. I'm on season two right now. I need some shows, man. I ran it's out. Well, you seen Punisher on Netflix? I have not. Changed your life. That good? It's for, you would love it. It's a lot of shoot 'em ups. Hell yeah! Bang bang but bang. But like legit, I just don't like action. That doesn't do anything for right. me. I like a good story. Yeah. Punisher's dope. Rent went went through El Chapo. Went through Narcos. <laughs> doing okay, work. So you've never seen The Wire. Have you ever seen The Wire? Seen The Wire. I got like season five. Well, that's all there is. They just did release it in HD. So if you haven't seen it, you could watch it. Some right people now. say it's greatest. Very, it's probably the best series ever. Ever. Yeah. That's a strong it's statement. Easy for you to say because I haven't seen it, you fuck. <laughs> it's tr it is true. That is, it is ranked. Some people rank it number one. That and yeah. Sopranos, right? Yeah, I've never seen Sopranos. Number one. Well, that's a problem. You've never you seen never Wire, son. I saw one episode of The Wire. That, well, I've seen half an episode of Sopranos. <laughs> Sopranos was the show that got me into binge watching, but not binge because, you know, watch it every Sunday whenever it was on or whatever, yeah, whatever day like, it was. Yeah, excited for it. Yeah, man. It's HBO night with your girl. It was, a big, it was a big deal to sit and watch The Sopranos like, boy, here we go. The See, fucking that's Sopranos. how I, with, I was with Game of Thrones. Hmm. Is Brian here? Yeah. Car white. Yeah, he has Probably. a Tesla. Some poor electric car that he half charges. <laughs> How often do you think Brian fully charges that car? He was just in the shop because he like ran into a wall or some shit. He treats his cars like shit. And then he goes, dude, do you think I should get a Porsche like you and Rogan? I'm like, no, absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. That's not Why the card for him? you. He's hitting full on midlife crisis. Let's let's encourage it. No, I want him to get a yellow viper, like in braces. Like Ooh. I want to be that guy in a shit tan and a wig. Ooh, a viper. Nah, he doesn't know how to drive enough for a viper, but he he should drive something that has some balls. Yeah, That'd Tesla's bummed me out. I like the message. It's just not the car for me. Doesn't make any noise. No, I, I have a problem with the fact that it doesn't make any noise. It doesn't I don't do know anything why. to me. I'm just too used to noise. Me too. I know, we sound like two cavemen right now, I but know. it doesn't have that V8 or that V10 noise, the V6, mm -hmm. inline Brumble. six, that exhaust. <laughs> There's nothing. And you know what's pissing me off? That lately car manufacturers have been adding noise to their cars. Like the Maserati? They put it in, this, in the speakers. What? Yes. In what cars? BMW, M3, M4 does it. They put in the speakers? Yep, sound. They pump sound through the speakers. That's a bitch move. So as the engine goes up, it comes, some of it's coming in through the speakers. It's like patting a bra yeah. as a girl. That's Apparently some guys have figured out a way how to cut that out. I think Why port, would you do port, that? Turbocharged cars. Turbocharged car. Can I say that five times? Turbocharged. Turbocharged cars. When you have forced induction, forced air induction, it makes the car uh, much quieter doesn't sound nearly as like throaty and rumbly like my gt3 you know how raw that thing sounds love that because that's naturally aspirated correct and you also get instantaneous feedback from the from the correct. throttle response preach i got gts that's what you want that's yep. what you want when you get into turbochargers it's all about turbo lag which is why they have twin turbos mm -hmm. they have one turbo on the low end one turbo on the high end but even at the very best implementations of turbochargers there's still a perceptible lag slight lag slight they're getting better and better though that Much new better. Porsche is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they get they're definitely better than they used to be. Dude, how the fuck have you not been on cars? Uh, comedians and cars getting coffee. Oh, I don't know. Not I don't your know. thing. Not nah. I did Jay Leno show. I've done enough car things. That's true. Yeah. But let's take that new Porsche and get on there. Or something. Nope. I can't believe your new Porsche. Literally, I was like, um, I, I want. I hit you about the podcast. I'm just here to see the car, and you didn't bring it. Has an oil leak. I know. Yeah. Well, you buy it. It's not new. It's 1991. It's new. 1991 uh, 964. <sighs> Something I, I, I wanted to uh, fuck around with one of those older cars. I like those. Love it. They're small. They're real small. That's one of the weird things about it when you're around it. Like those things are tiny. A driver's car. Yeah. You and feel no one I love it because you're not going to see it. No one has it out there. It's custom to you. It's a yeah. badass ride. There's more of them now than there have been before. It's People are getting into those popular, older cars. Thanks yeah. to your boy, Magnus Walker. Yeah. Chris Harris said something funny to me. He said, why is it that four years ago I didn't give a shit about 964s? Now I think they're the best looking cars ever. It, there's the, it goes, Porsche goes through these phases where this one's cool. Yeah. And this with the 68, the 78, 73. Mm -hmm. It's just these weird phases. Well, those long hood cars are kind of always the the best looking ones. The nineteen, like sixty seven to like seventy, early seventies, like seventy two, seventy three. You know, they had that long hood. Those are the ones that Magnus is really into. Yeah, he's, he's done a, a, a few of those where he redid them. He made them cool too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, his style, like that, that's another level more raw than what I'm dealing with. Magnus? Yeah, because his style, of, well, he has a 964 too, but a lot of what his older cars were were those 1969, 1971s, and those he would redo those. And those cars don't weigh dog shit. They weigh like 2,000 pounds. Super light. Not like the, the Porsche purists think like they're not really into the Singers or the Magnus Walker. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I th your car's in the middle of that, I think. Yeah, it's not modified. 
It's not, not like a singer, which is completely yeah. different. Singer's got a carbon fiber body. I actually think uh, singers, they might be get. there's a lawsuit. Porsche took a lawsuit out of them because they're, they're selling the Porsches, but they're taking the Porsche logo off, put a singer one on now. Yeah. Which so is an Porsche's issue. suing them? Really? Uh, they have an issue with it, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought they liked it because it was just like bringing back interest in. I think they liked Porsches. it before he started making it the singer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because what he's doing is taking a 964, which is that same year that I'm talking about, and then he puts all this other stuff on it and beefs up the suspension and beefs up the engine. They're like impossible to get to. Yeah. They're well, so sick. Well, now he has a new one that starts at $1.5 million. Is that it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck are we doing? Have you seen it? No. There's a limited number of them they're going to make. It has a 500 horsepower naturally aspirated engine. It's got giant fender flares. They they see if you could find it. Singer's Say no more. new Say no more fam. I'm in. You you're in. God. Let me wait till you take a look at this thing. You so, look at sometimes it, you I, like when you send me pictures of cars that get made, sometimes I see them it makes you mad. <laughs> they're so sick it makes you mad. <laughs> like there's not enough cars in the world for me. Yeah, what is it about cars? Right? I don't know. Cars and girls, it, like you see, and you're like, God damn, the thing is fun. Damn, right? It just speaks to DNA, and it's it's a. I mean, it's not all men. Some no. men, Callan, Callan, come in here. You could show him that. Like, he's nah. here. Where is he? Is he in the dressing room? I mean, I've had. Yeah, he's walking around the gym. See him. See I guarantee spot. you, he hits that punching thing you have. He's gonna break it. He's he's got karate power. Or he'll go. You know what? I would, but my wrist. Yeah, maybe it's that. But this, I mean, some men don't get into it, but. It's so universal with men. It's just it's so normal that men like really get into cars. Why Big is time. that? I don't know. I don't know what it is about them, especially V8s, right? But like I I'm not the type of guy where like I'll see a car and my brother's super car guy and I go, "That thing your your car's resting down on the track." I'm like, "I don't give a shit about the track, man." Yeah. There's guys who are like those track guys, and I'm just like a road guy, fun driving car, fast enough but looks great. I'm about looks and performance. Track but then is a lot fun. of people are track guys. We should go to the track. The Porsche Yeah, well, you gotta, we go there. We have to take their cars though. Fuck up their tires. Yeah, that's true. Not yours. That's true. Cover, you can get GT3s, GT2s. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do that. Look at that. That's the that's the oh. singer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, son. That yeah. doesn't make your dick singer hard. Singer Porsche 964 DLS, and this thing is insane. Find a better looking, looking car than that, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Those Fuchs wheels, I've, I always felt like they're not good enough for that body style. I, I felt like, like how you deep could, the... Look at the wheel wells on that. I always felt like they're classic. Those Fuchs are quite, they, they have uh, center locking uh, hubs too. See that? Look at the fucking that thing body is on that thing. Filthy. Woo. And, and the ducktail on the back. That's the only reason I bought my car, because of the ducktail. Look at the back end. Oh my God. That might be one of the best looking cars ever. 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 What's the interior like on that, Jamie? Oh, it's phenomenal. It's all, orange. It's going to be orange, I assume. Look at the center locks, man. And like people will say, all bespoke, the interior. Look at that. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. How much is it? 1.6 million. Makes you want to risk it all. Yeah, right? Like, Sign up for it. If I was Connor, I'd do one of them Burger King commercials and buy one of these. Dude, if I were you, I'd get one of these fucking things. Yeah. It's not my style. That's a little too... Uh, a little too little flex too. on them. A little too My car's lipstick orange, so I'm yeah. into it. I got a, a silver Bronco already. I got a, that silver uh, Corvette that I have. That's about as... That's as, your style, as though. Look at my dick as you can get. That poor... That, I mean, you got a, you got a, you got a freaking, you know, that, that night red fucking Porsche. The yeah. classic red. Yeah, it's a guard's red. It's guard's called. red. Yeah. yeah. It's a great color. It's good. You'll see it soon. What's the matter? He's trying to do dips, but he's not quite... <laughs> 
doing it. We're watching Callan work out <laughs> on the security camera. Down on it. Why does he come in here? Because <sighs> he's Callan. Let's wrap this up. We'll go get him. All right. Um, what's got any comedy dates coming up? Yes, I'm in Oxnard Levity Live next Great week. Great club. And then I Great go. Club. This is all March. Oxnard Levity Live next week. What Friday, Saturday. What Friday, Saturday. What That'd be it? March 16th, 17th. Levity Live Oxnard. And then the following week, I'm in Florida, Tampa, the 22nd, Palm Beach, 23rd and 24th, Orlando on the 25th. BrendanShop.com. Uh, tfatk.com. Tfatk.com. And then check out below the belt. First episode's out. Oh, that's right. At below the belt, my my Showtime show drops. Powerful so. Showtime. Powerful Brandon Showtime. Shop. Blowing the fuck up. What's up, brother? Woo! We'll be back with Brian Callen. <laughs> <laughs>